Hey, what's up, everyone? Renee here with a special announcement. Uh, just letting everyone know that we here at the Movie Time Podcast stand strong with the WGA and SAG AFTRA during this tough and important time in the industry. Even though neither one of us are members of any of the unions, we want to make sure that we do our part to show our support and solidarity with those on the picket lines and those who are currently out of work. First and foremost, we are fans of film and cinema, and we're going to continue to show our love and passion of the works that are put forth by the true creators that make these movies possible for all of us to see. That said, we will continue to do our show as usual, but always ensure that we put more emphasis on the writers and actors involved in the works we talk about week to week. We will also continue to stay up to date on the strikes and make sure we do what we can to spread the word on how to help those affected. We have included links to special funds and ways to donate to ensure that those affected will, at the very least, get support to live while these strikes continue. We encourage you to do your research, and we will provide as much info as possible through the links provided. If you have any questions or have other ideas on how to further show support, by all means, please let us know through the comments. Thanks again for all of your support. It's about that time to grab your favorite snack and sit back and relax because you are now listening to the Movie Time Podcast with your hosts, low-key geek Renee Zalata and Blake the Wolf. Take it away, boys. Hey, what's up, everybody? Look who's back. It's us. It's the Movie Bros. Movie Time Movie Bros in the hizzy. What's going on? Renee Loki Geek here and Blake the Wolf. What's going on, my dude? Oh, wait. Hold on. I got to send this text out real quick. Wait, wait. Uh, yeah. Hold on. Hello? Hey, no, I'm in, I'm in a movie theater right now. No, I can't talk. Hold on, one second. are we? We're recording. Oh, can this, can right? we take a selfie well, real quick? I want to take a selfie. Mm-hmm. Okay. I want yeah. people to see me at the movie. I gotta post it. No, on let's Instagram. get the screen in the background. Okay. Yeah. What yeah. are we talking about today, Renee? Um, movie theater etiquette. I think that's gonna be the main topic of today's little little show. This little episode that we do here. Um, and the reason why I thought now is a great time to talk about this. It's funny because Blake and I have been wanting to talk about this topic for a while. And we were waiting for a moment where it was going to like die down. Like, like you know, we have one of the weeks we have. Uh, we're we're going to give a little inside baseball stuff here. So there are certain weeks where the movies that come out aren't appealing to either both of us or at least one of us, right? So this is the one of those weeks where we had Haunted Mansion and Talk to Me that comes out. Now, if you have been listening to us for a while, you know Blake doesn't do horror movies. And Talk to Me is definitely one of those that Blake would not do. Haunted Mansion, I think Blake would do. But at the same time, Blake is like, it's Haunted Mansion, dude. I don't want to fucking see that shit. Right? <laughs> That's basically 40% Rotten Tomatoes. Basically, yeah. like, if the critics score, I don't even want to see it. The score is low. Right. Like, I'll see a horror movie if the score is high enough. I'm like, okay, it's actually it's a work of art. Let's go. Sure. But I don't love the feeling of being scared. And I also don't like bad movies. I right. like enjoying movies. That's kind of my whole thing. Like, right. I want to like the movie that I go see. Right. Um, yeah. 
So Plus, yeah, we're also Barbenheimer. We're in the the aftermath of Barbenheimer. And movies are top of the news these days. Like it was yeah. a viral sensation, and like every news outlet was talking about how movies are making a bunch of money. It's the Barbenheimer. And so we got a lot of people coming to the movie theater. Mm-hmm. I was at a theater that is usually dead on Tuesday nights yeah. this past week. And it was a sea of pink. It was a lot of people. It yeah. was full lines and lines. And I was like, I know like it was a late showing. And normally I just walk right up to concessions and I waited about 15 minutes for concessions and, and to even to get my tick show my ticket. Like, so we got a lot of folks who are either not seasoned moviegoers and a lot of people who are, you know, movies are, are top of mind just for mm-hmm. society in general. And we, yeah. uh, we may have had some experiences this past weekend at the Barbenheimers or uh, movies in the past. We're in this, the heat of summer right now, summer blockbusters you see, and a lot of people are kind of only going to see certain movies that come out right. around this time of year. It's, it's the season. Yeah, it's, it's the season. It's the phenomenon called Barbenheimer. Um, and it's just uh, now just feels like a good time to remind everyone about etiquette when you go to a movie theater or or just point out the things that you probably don't realize you do that probably annoy 95 percent of the people around you in the movie theater or at least 80 or or me i'll just i'll just cut it out it just me pisses me off but that's it yeah we're going to do good cop, bad cop. I'm going to try to do more good cop stuff. Renee's going to get very riled up a few okay. times. Yeah. What I'll add to it is we'll also include some tips for sure. enjoying the movies better yourself and not ruining it for other people and getting into fights at the movie theater. Yeah. But overall, it's a better experience. And that's kind of what we want out of the whole thing. But there's certain things that you might be hearing this and saying, I know all the movie theater etiquette. I, I believe in it. They don't have anything to offer. I'm just going to maybe you're going to listen along and go like, yeah, that bothers me, too. Right. But also there's some things that like people who really care about movie theater etiquette, I go to them with the movies and they do. Especially there's this one thing that a lot of people do. I'll get to later. I have a whole it's just a big pet peeve of mine. Yeah. People don't even know they do it because you can't hear it. You can't see it. But people do it and it'll ruin a movie for me. And I've talked to other people who. Equally, other people don't care. They sure. don't notice it. So mm. just if you want to be my, we, we'll have a few things in here that you might not even know are things. Yeah. If you go through our lists and are like, yeah, I do all that. Let us know. Um, we would love to like give you some love in the comments. And be like, thank you for being a great a movie time, uh, a, a friend of the movie time family. Exactly. Um, but but otherwise, yeah, there's there's a lot. There's a, there's a plenty of things that yeah. I might learn something from Renee today. Yeah. You won't no, learn anything from me. This guy is very dogmatic. <laughs> yeah but the the one thing i will say i'm bad at is policing them so like if i see someone who's incessantly doing something i i cannot be that guy who'd be like hey can you knock that off or whatever the case is i kind of just suffer through it and like stew and then like a couple days later i'll be talking to you about it i'll be like mouthing off about how pissed off i was about the two slobs next to me at the little mermaid yeah (laughs) right yeah so it's gonna be let's consider this as a therapy session of some of the things that we find annoying 
that we come across from time to time at a movie theater. And let's help each other be better patrons uh, to the movie theater going audience and all that. Um, but before we start off and going into all that, again, just a reminder, this is the Movie Time movie podcast where every week you got myself and Blake here, the movie bros of the Movie Time crew, talking about movies and all that kind of stuff like that. So if you like what you see, you like what you hear, don't forget, subscribe, follow, hit that like button on the YouTubes and all that good stuff. Um, Don't forget to check out the stuff we have listed in the description of this episode where you can find out other ways to help support us and support this channel, help this channel grow. We have a a merchandise shop that just launched recently. Uh, I'm rocking the custom unique Barbenheimer shirt that was designed specifically by me for the shop Dude, itself can you show it I, yeah i, I want to see it it's beautiful oh my god yeah look at that look that's at that. beautiful craftsmanship okay you know, and all that i got i had the chance to incorporate not only the little margot robbie on the b but i got the little killian murphy little on the eye there Aww. yeah so yeah nice. so a nice little thing good. i saw something look kind of shitty that's actually a good one thank nice you work. oh thank you uh i i saw a lot of the ones rocking out there or online and i have seen a lot of people wearing the stuff i've seen online which is kind of cool just keep in mind people who decide to buy that stuff uh sometimes these shops steal designs from other people so yeah, yeah just you'll keep that in three dollars <laughs> but you'll burn hell for eternity so is right. it worth it Mm, right for the price of your soul mm, right consider supporting um people yeah 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 where i actually spend the time to make it as unique as possible now if the mattel corporation wants to come at me for using a font similar to the barbie font let's have a conversation but (laughs) but other than that in the meantime (laughs) if you want to be the person uh i saw it too right it's just like oh yeah Redbubble had a lot of those shirts cool shirt, bro Absolutely. No, you want to be the person that, who's rocking the unique one of a kind. Right. Yeah. Oh, where'd you get that? You haven't heard of it, but I'll turn you on to it. Don't worry. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So Small yeah. Thing. So That's so definitely. Yeah. Check it out. And again, anything that you do helps support this channel, and it goes 100 percent to the channel. Again, our goal is to get Blake a brand new microphone. That is our goal for the rest of the year. If we if you guys can help chip in and support us and get Blake a mic. That would be fantastic. And we will, let's say if one person decides to donate enough money to get Blake a mic, your name will forever be on the podcast. We will have a little credit where we will shout you out every week and all that. We will put you up on the banner or whatever the case is. If there are several of you. Mike. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That would be even better. Could you imagine? Like, oh, it's a fake name, and so we say something just hilariously absurd every episode. Yeah, Mikey McMike face or something like that's fine. I have no. I will humiliate myself. It's uh, yeah to to see this channel get support. Speaking of microphone issues, I'm so sorry. Hey Siri, turn off the AC. (laughs) Oh, that's weird. I I'm I didn't I haven't been hearing it so. Okay, that's good. I wasn't yeah. sure, but normally yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's one of the things we have to do because of my mic situation. <laughs> I was waiting for hopefully a segue. That I'm glad you that, that's really funny. Yeah. So again, if if uh, Haywood Jablomi would like to donate money for a mic, we will we will definitely shout your name out every episode. We will not ask any questions about. No, no we're not going to no. dox anybody. No, no, we, we will just Whatever thank you. Your you. Name is, that's fine. And Renee promised it will always be on every episode. Every freaking episode. That that is my Whoever word has and my dollars to humiliate Renee for the rest of time. I'm so excited. 
Shit, I might if, actually do this at this point. Hey, if, if you want, if, if, if you want a shirt, we'll make you a shirt. I mean, like, we'll make you a design and we'll sell it on the shop. Um, but yeah, but let, let's talk about again the thing that prompted me to come up and prompted us to talk about the etiquette thing. This whole Barbenheimer thing, I don't think we really truly expected it to be as big of an event as it's turned out to be. Uh, I, I, you know, you said so. Blake and I, we had like a couple exchanges earlier in the week. Blake was going to a movie on, I believe it was Tuesday, right? It was like Tuesday evening. Uh, you were going to see, I believe, Oppenheimer. Was it? And this was what your second time for the second time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so. Yeah, so he was off to see Oppenheimer for a second time. I was attending a screening of Twisted Metal, um, which is uh, this new Peacock series, uh, but at a movie theater. Um, and the movie theater I was at is one of like the the only real true IMAX screens in the city, uh, Lincoln Center. So I already knew that the Oppenheimer showings would be sold out. Now this is a pretty huge oh, theater in, in its own in its own right. My goodness, the amount of people that were at that theater on a on a school night, literally a school night. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying well, like these were break, but yeah, like a week. Yeah. Like, don't you have like there's a 2 a.m. showing of some of these. Yeah. Movies, and it's like no one ha- has jobs. Like what is yeah. I guess like if you're in the service industry and you get off work at two and you want to go to the movies like they are selling out. Theaters oh, yeah. And it's filling it up. And they well, what I love about the, the big theaters is they have wiggle rooms. So they just keep adding screens and screens and yep. screens and they're just going to keep filling them up it's been amazing it's it's been I unheard it was of be like yeah. a, a viral thing like a letterbox way where like movie people are aware of the barbenheimer mm-hmm. phenomenon but like no i'm just like seeing it on the news report in the elevator at work or like new like headlines randomly yeah just everywhere it's a thing yeah yeah, uh, no, it's casual conversations. It was like coming up in the waiting room at the doctor's office. Like, yeah, for real, I had a whole conversation about Barbenheimer with someone who's like, what are you doing this weekend? And then talk about the Barbenheimer phenomenon. It's everybody. Yeah, yeah everybody. it's 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 been a thing ever since people started getting a, like were made aware that Barbie and Oppenheimer were opening the same weekend. None of the uh, none of the studios were budging as far as moving, you know, release dates or whatever. Counter programming. That's what they were hoping for. Yeah. And it really worked, right? Um, the Barbenheimer moniker was actually penned by social media. It wasn't done by Warner Brothers. It wasn't done by anybody else. It was penned, you know, just like how they do the whole Benefer thing and, and all that stuff like that. It's because people love joining two names together and coming up with some sort of meme. And that's basically what spread. But who knew that it was going to spread like wildfire like it did this time around? So much so that and you and I, we were we shared an article together or you shared an article with me that I actually read um, a couple days prior that because. Well, yeah, well, uh, you know me, I'm the news guy. So I'm the one who's always on top of the news and all that. Yeah, Yeah, you're on the entertainment news. That's right. And so. People were going to watch Oppenheimer because they just couldn't get into Barbie showings because Barbie showings were all sold out. So there was like an estimated five to eight million dollars, right? Just the first weekend, I just think? the first weekend. Like, that's amazing. Attributed like, because people couldn't go. Good, yeah, don't make five mil- like that are like, oh, this one should make some money. They're not making five million on opening weekend. Like that's right, wild. right. So it's like an extra five to eight million on top of already what they were making just because people couldn't go watch Barbie, right? 
And I'm pretty sure vice versa, because you have people who probably want to see that 70 millimeter showing of Oppenheimer. Those are like like you said, at the Lincoln Center Theater, that sold out until August, like mid-August. So if you can't see it then, and you're like so hell bent that you don't want to see it other other way than seventy millimeter, you're gonna go watch something else. And what are you gonna watch? You know, Barbie. Why not? Right. And especially that first weekend, the first week, or what have you. So it's been like an amazing phenomenon. That yes, it it it. We are in a moment where it feels like a summer movie season, like it was back in 2015, 2016. You know, like where, like. A lot of people are comparing this to like Endgame. When Endgame came out, like theaters were like nuts for like several weeks. You had the showing sold out. You have people like flooding the theaters all throughout the week. You and I were at a, uh, at a theater on Tuesday nights that were filled to the brim. You know, and I, like what I was when I say school night, these weren't young kids. These were like adults. Yeah. You know, they, these were adults. See a pink everyone. There was one group that I saw was eight deep. It was like eight deep group. And they had a serious conversation before going into the theater. They're like, all right, who's sitting where? You're sitting next to this guy. You're sitting next to that guy. And I was just like, oh my God, it's like military. It's like, it's like, it's like, a, like we need to have our group situated before we get in there because everyone has this whole thing. It, it was I'm also wondering if fascinating. Of the, Tuesday, the, the Mean Girls on Tuesdays, we wear pink thing. If that was oh, like yeah. Day, oh, oh like, I'm sure. We are, oh, it's Tuesday. We're definitely doing it now. Everybody oh, I'm sure. Better. Yeah. There was another, um, while we're just talking about Barbenheimer, there's a uh, lovely uh, TikTok that I saw. I don't know if it's mm-hmm. viral yet, but it's it, it's this young man, and it's kind of a story about his father accepting him, and his dad agreed to Barbenheimer with him over the weekend, and the kid made had them wear pink Barbie shirts. Oh, that's awesome. That was really cute. And then they go to Barbie first, and then it shows they get coffee, and they're going to go to Oppenheimer. They walk by the movie poster. The dad takes <laughs> a picture because that's the movie the dad's excited to see. Mm-hmm. And then the movie starts, and it's Barbie again. And the dad just looks over. And he's like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> but then they still they went through it. And I thought that's that was funny. Absolutely. That's a great move. Um, that's great. Hilarious. That's great. But yeah. Yeah, that's uh, great. Kind of programming, man. It, it, it worked. Five, it, it, five to eight million. Like, Bo is Afraid made a few hundred thousand on its opening yeah. weekend. Five million from runoff Barbie sales is incredible. It's it's amazing and it's outstanding. And it, again, we haven't seen this in a very long time, you know. But again, I don't want to, I don't want to like go out there and say, oh, movie theaters are back, baby. No, because this is just like a, a quick moment in time, you know. Like in a couple Phenomenal. of weeks, in a couple Phenomenal. of weeks, yeah, everything Phenomenal. is going to drop Phenomenal. back to like normal norm, normalcy, right, and all that. Are movie theaters dead? They lost eight hundred percent profits since July. Yeah. Like, oh my God, Barbie uh, dropped sixty percent. From last weekend, da da da, like this. Well, no, it's just it's it's run its time. Continuous, yeah, of course. (laughs) Right, exactly. Um, But it is just really nice to see. And again, uh, yesterday. So, and and I think timing wise, it's perfect too because not only here on the East Coast, but I know several parts of the country, we're going through massive heat waves right now. So people are going to theaters to like escape AC movies, AC movie time. Yeah. And like yesterday I went to the theater because uh, it was freaking hot and I was tired of being home. So I went early to watch. uh, I, I, before my theater stopped showing it because they're, 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 they're going to remove it starting next week. 
Indiana Jones. I said, let let me give it one more shot in the theater, you know, and I I, I still didn't like it uh, after the second time. But I, I decided to give it another shot, you know, and plus there were a lot of people in the theater with me, you know, who were still watching it and they enjoyed it. People were clapping and all that. So I was like, wow, I, I maybe it's just me. Who knows? Um, but then and then after that, I went to see Haunted Mansion. But all throughout the theater, I still saw sea of pink everywhere I looked. I mean, you had families. You had uh, I, there was this one cute Indian family where they were wearing. You know, I, I I forgot. I don't know what you call them. The their their the the type of clothes that the women wear. It's it's the uh, uh, sorry, yeah. But it was all in pink. And they oh. were, uh, yeah. And I was just like, oh, my God, this is phenomenal. This is, I, I would never have seen this otherwise, you know. And it's like the mom, the two daughters, they're all like that. And the dad is wearing, like, the pink shirt like that. And I'm just like, this is fantastic. Like, I, you know, it, it's amazing what this thing has turned into. And it doesn't seem to be stopping either because going into now second weekend, I'm pretty sure we're going to see fantastic numbers all throughout. I think they're already predicting by that by the end of Sunday, uh, Barbie would surpass 700 million globally wow. in just its second week. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's insane. That's just insane. I didn't realize yeah. it was that much. I'm glad you're on top of the industry news. I'm glad yeah. you're so well informed. I'm not a news guy. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, I know. It's nuts. It's nuts. And, you know, and what is it? It's not even, and this is funny because I also read that Barbie has interesting ties in Japan. And that movie's not set to open in Japan, I think, until next week. So I don't even know what the numbers are going to be like once that happens, uh, when that opens up over there. So, and Oppenheimer is also expected to perform really well because again people are still really dying to see that movie and people who are holding out in for watching it in 70 millimeter imax so of course i'm imax you're saying like oh imax revenue has jumped tremendously theaters back <laughs> baby we're all making money <laughs> yeah let's see what happens in september <laughs> but it's great it's, it's just really really nice to see it, it's fantastic to see yeah, and yeah. yeah, again, even even if this is just a brief moment in time, you know, it, it is just nice to see that yes, this can happen if you if you come out with compelling and interesting stories and movies, and you take proper care with them. You know, like Barbie turned out to be this phenom. By the way, I called it. By the way, last year I said I said just wait, Barbie's going to be like that surprise thing in the summer. Just like everything ever all at once. Or Top Gun. I said you it. about the box office contest <laughs> we have? Because I bet on Oppenheimer and I had some bad information. Go ahead. Hey, but you're not Go doing ahead. that. Yeah, you're doing still well with Oppenheimer because Oppenheimer is killing it. So, yeah. Um, yeah. We'll, we'll review those That's numbers sweet. next Thank week. <laughs> we'll review Wait, those numbers. About half of what Barbie's making or so. It's doing great. Yeah, it's doing so great. Hey, I, I think for... Less. I think for a Christopher Nolan movie, that mo this movie is going to do extremely, extremely well, extremely well. and deservingly yeah. so for a because it is, movie, yeah. Oh, it, that, yeah, a three-hour three movie, biopic, <laughs> yeah, Whew. yeah. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Um, but oh, did you also read that 
because it's 70 millimeter IMAX, and since it is three hours, it's like pushing the limits of what a regular IMAX. A lot of IMAX theaters are having issues with it, and so much so that they need to have a special technician on call at some theaters because they have wow. been encountering a lot of problems with it. So now yes, they're like, I'm on my way. I'll fix <laughs> yeah, it. Don't worry. Yeah. I need this to play the correct way. <laughs> right. Exactly. Running around theater to theater, exactly. renting cars. That's all he's doing. IMAX reels in the back. Yeah, <laughs> that's all he's doing. So I, I, I'm curious as to how much money some of these theaters are now paying for this special technician to just always be around to monitor you know, any issues with, with their showings and all that. Um, but again, it just shows you what big of a deal this whole Oppenheimer IMAX situation is. But it, it, it is fantastic. It's it just, it, it's going to be a moment in the industry um, that people are going to be talking about for a bit. And it's like, hey, where were you during Barbenheimer and, and all Dad, that? Tell me about the yeah. great box office wars of 2023. Yes. What is this, the tales of Barbenheimer? What did you used to eat back then? What was the popcorn like? What is popcorn, Father? What is popcorn? What, what, what is theater? What is cinema? Oh, it's going to be fantastic. And what better way to solidify that you've been there by getting a shirt like this? Again, promo plug. Yeah, do it. Go buy it. Popcultur.shop. Hey everyone, just a quick message here that this episode is brought to you by a new shop that I just launched. That's right, popcotour.shop is a new merch shop where you can not only find Loki Geek and eventually Movie Time merchandise, but you will find merchandise dedicated to some of the biggest things in pop culture at the moment. Whether it's movies, TV, video games, memes, or anything of the like, you'll find some of the homages to some of the biggest things that are happening currently at the time. You also eventually we'll find some cool retro throwbacks in here and there the shop just launched so bear with me i'm filling in the inventory but you'll find new stuff dropping every week but to help celebrate the launch of this brand new merch shop i'm giving all of you the listeners subscribers here at the low-key geek channel a nice little discount to check it out so if you use the code low-key geek at checkout you'll get yourself a nice little 15 percent discount so definitely check it out this is another great way to help support the channel and show your love and support for everything that we do here. But it's also a brand new venture of my own, you know, just going out into the retail market. So any support that you could throw our way would be greatly appreciated. So once again, that is Pop Couture, P-O-P-C-O-U-T-U-R-E dot shop, popcouture.shop, a shop for geeks who are chic. Hey, no, I'm not Ryan Reynolds, but I'm sure a lot of you are very familiar with the Mint Mobile ads that he puts out there, whether it's on TV, uh, YouTube, social media, or what have you. And I'm sure a lot of you are very, you know, wondering, are wondering and very skeptical that how good is Mint Mobile? Is it really worth all the hype and all the, you know, huge discounts every month and, and all the promotions and stuff like that? Well, I was very much like you. And late last year, I decided to take the plunge and try it out myself because I was honestly tired of paying so much money every month on my cell phone bill. I was a huge long-term Verizon um, customer, and I was paying $80 a month on my cell phone bill. 
which is ridiculous. Even given now, given the fact that, you know, I'm not really working a regular job like I used to. So saving money is important to me. But of course, I don't want to sacrifice quality in my cell service, uh, especially when it comes to data and all that. So I decided to give it a shot. And I have to say, I am extremely pleased with the service I'm getting. I haven't noticed any drop in quality. And, you know, for what I'm paying, I feel like I'm definitely getting more bang for my buck. And I want to be able to share that experience with you so that if you're in the same boat as I was, maybe it's time for you to give it a shot yourself. And right now they have this amazing offer where you can uh, sign up for them and you will be able to get three months unlimited data for $15 a month for your first three months. I mean, that is an insane discount. Um, And I highly recommend you check it out and try it for yourself if you're looking for a change. Um, Switching over from your um, cell, you know, service is not going to be difficult. It was, I did it in like it didn't take a long at all to do it uh as soon as i got the kit and my sim card in the mail i was able to switch it out and bing bang boom all said and done if you're looking for a new phone and you're happening to maybe eyeing one of those new google pixel phones they have a special offer where you could save 200 dollars on a brand new phone and receive six months of free service when you purchase a device and six months of service so Right now, I think it's a good time more than any to give this a shot for yourself. So check out the link I have specially provided for you in the description of this video, uh, this episode here. And uh, give Mint Mobile a shot. And uh, if you do, let me know what you think about it. Because I was, again, pleasantly surprised and very happy with how everything turned out. But I think overall, I'm just happy to be saving a lot of money every month on my cell phone bill. And I think you'll be happy too. So Mint Mobile, check out the link in the description. And thanks for checking them out. Thanks, Mint Mobile. Honestly, during this whole Barbenheimer moment, I have not come across any of the issues that we're going to be talking about today. Surprisingly so. Yeah. Yeah. Great audiences so far. Yeah. Except me. But other than that, everyone's great. Well, that's good to know. I mean, it's, it's I think any moment you go to a theater these days, you are going to come across something, you know, and, and to be fair, and this is just me playing devil's advocate right now, just briefly for this brief moment. There are a lot of people for the last three years who haven't gone to theaters because of everything that's been happening, you know, pandemic wise and all that. A lot of people are returning to theaters for the very first time within the last month or two, especially with the whole Barbenheimer thing. I think there's a lot of Nina people. Jones, yeah. Mission Impossible, and now Barbenheimer. Absolutely. And then theater camp, which I saw and absolutely adored. So. Really? Check, check, is is it really that good? We'll talk about it another time. Okay. Loved it. About six people in the audience, which was a nice break from the crazy crowds of Barbenheimer. <laughs> Every person in the audience laughed uh, so much. It was about really? a nine, 80 to 90 minute movie. You're rare to get a shorty like that. So after just the uh, onslaught of Barbenheimer and seeing Oppenheimer twice now, sure. it was such a delightful break from all of that. And it was just a lighthearted, lovely, adult R-rated comedy about a theater camp. 
So, okay. Uh, if you see the trailer, and you're like, oh, that might be for me. It's for you. It it was way like I was worried it was all the jokes were in the trailer. Yeah. That trailer was a exactly how it was for an hour and a half. It was incredible. So huh. If you that's do a... want to break from the number of it all, we got other options too. That's a uh, that's a Ben Platt, right? The the oldest person yeah. to ever be cast as a high schooler, right? about theater camp or he's, he's in it yeah um but the, the the female lead is also the co-director and now i'm forgetting her name but molly gordon there we go um okay. actually a really good cast people i didn't know were even in it all throughout high quality comedy if you're in any way a fan of broadway musicals or were ever in a drama class right. you will absolutely eat it up it was if you know who Andrew Lloyd Webber is, sure. to maybe sing one of his songs at a karaoke night. This is your it's an amazing movie. If you don't if you won't know any of the references, it probably won't be as good, but still right. good comedy. I think basically anybody will be able to laugh at these folks taking themselves very seriously, doing ridiculous things. So yeah. Yeah, it's good. I, I feel like, yeah, especially when I saw the trailer, they know their audience. So they know who they're targeting for for a movie like that. And and I think that's pretty smart um so that's good to know okay that's a that's a great option to again we're going through this crazy heat wave something to just escape and and be in a nice ac place for a bit and just watch some movies and yeah if you want to break from you know barbie and oppenheimer and all that stuff uh it's good to know that we have that option but when you do go to the theater there are certain things you should probably be mindful of and let's let's talk about some of these things, some of the situations we've been in that bring up some of these pet peeves, these no-nos, these do's and don'ts. Um, I'll start off first. And maybe what the way I'll, what I'll do is that I'll start calling things out like from like lowest offenses to like the major offenses. We'll work our way to like the biggest things, right? And I'm pretty sure... I'm excited for your final one. <laughs> you know, if you get riled up, I might try to calm you down, but... Some of these are rileable. Oh, these it's are very... it's 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 going to be interesting. It's going to be really, really interesting. Blood boil a little bit, <laughs> which rarely happens. And then if it does happen, I'm glad that it's being caught on on video right now. Um, so I think what I'll start off first, and this is something that actually happened to me last night. And and again, I think it's also it's it's a circumstance because people are going to theaters for the very first time in a couple of years. This is still a quote-unquote new concept for for a lot of people, and that is not not taking the seat that you purchased. You know, oh yeah. So yeah. there's, I mean, I would say probably in the last what five years, the concept of reserving your seat at a movie theater has been very has started to become prominent, and a lot of theaters are adapting to it and all that. It all started with the major theater chains, right? Their AMCs, your Regals, your UAs, United Artists. Is that even still a thing? I don't Probably not. But, um, you know, those major chains, they allowed you to start reserving seats to for showings, you know. And I remember back in the day when you weren't able to do that, you had to show up to a movie at least an hour ahead to ensure, especially if it was like an opening weekend, for like a blockbuster movie, make sure you're there an hour in advance to at least get a seat that you'll be happy with, right? Because if not, you're pretty much going to get asked out and you're going to get seats that you probably don't want. Unless you're Blake, who doesn't mind sitting so close to the screen, then those seats will always be available, you know, no matter what, you know? So someone like Blake, perfectly fine. 
not a worry really. But if you're, you know, if you're particular about that kind of stuff, you have to make sure you secure your seat. But now you can reserve your seat either through the app or even when you go to the theater, you could, you know, when you purchase your ticket, the the the, the person will ask you where you want to sit or through the little screen you get to to do all that stuff. Now, for American audiences, this is a pretty new concept. For people who are not from America, there are theaters I've been to outside of the country that have been doing this for a very long time, you know, and so this is not a new concept to them. It's just new for us, pretty much. So for a lot of people, maybe they are not aware that maybe it's a good idea to kind of stick to your assigned seat because if it's someone like me, I purchase a seat specifically for my own reasons. You know, maybe I like to be next to the aisle. You know, if you're if you're someone like Blake who knows that there may be a time that they're going to run to the bathroom, he doesn't want to be a nuisance to anyone, so he'll specifically get an aisle seat so he can have like easy in and go. Yeah, go in and out. <laughs> I'm just, you know, I'm just stating what you've told me, so I'm not uh, trying to call you out or anything. Um, you know, so yeah, there, there are things like that. Last night, I'm going into Indiana Jones. And I, the minute I walk in, boom, guy in my seat. Not only just in my seat, but they, you know, he's with his girl next to him. Obviously, they didn't read where the seats were and all that. So they just plopped their asses down in the seat. Now, if I cared and I knew that this was going to be like a, a crowded theater, I would have said something. But I knew it wasn't. And there were more seats in the front. And I, I realized that it's one of those theaters that it's actually better to be closer because the screen is kind of small. So I, I found a seat closer to the screen and I was perfectly fine. And I, I didn't give two shits about it. But it's not the first time that's happened. you know. And I actually see it happen to other people when they're coming in. And then I hear the conversation. I think you're in my seat and blah, blah, this and that. And then I, I always love the, the common response is, really? You sure? And you're like, oh, oh my God. you know, or There's no way I'm wrong. Yeah. I had a guy, wait, was this your experience or mine? Is this a false memory? The, <laughs> Sorry, am I interrupting? Oh, no, 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 no. What were you going to say? I just got worked up. It was the person, no, okay. I've had this experience, but someone had it to such an extreme degree. Um, it was a big sellout movie, an early screening, and the guy says, like, no, this is my seat. This is my seat. Yeah. He shows the person the movie ticket. It's the wrong day. And he goes, oh, nice. I'm so nice. sorry. No, nice. your, your, your movie's actually tomorrow. He looks at it, he goes, no, I'm, this is my seat. And the <laughs> like, oh, let me show you what day it is. I don't know what to do at this point. They show them the day and the guy's like, this is my seat. And they're getting belligerent. Finally, security had to come at that right. point. because was like, this guy doesn't give a damn. He's, right. He doesn't want to have to come back tomorrow. He's hoping he can get away with it. Right, right, right. Sorry. That, that, but they're the, my favorite. Yeah, the person's like, no, trust me, this is my seat. And yeah. every now and then, I have been wrong. I actually sure. happened last night at a jazz show. I misread which seat was which. And I was mm -hmm. like, yeah, and the person was like, oh, this is your seat. Okay, thank goodness. It wasn't an issue. Yeah. But every now and then, especially at the movie theater, sometimes the lettering, I'm a little confused on which one's D or which one's yes. E or whatever. Yeah. It can be just double check yourself. Yeah. And then either politely ask the person and if there's an issue. Security, yeah. I'm, I, I mean, I. Yeah, I will say like the theaters could do a better job at like really making it more legible and, and more aware as, as yeah. to what row Especially this in, is. It's dark. Yeah. 
I was at a theater recently where it's the movie, like the trailers have started. So it's dark inside. Mm -hmm. I could not see. So I had to pull out my phone light and I didn't want to do that. I'm yeah. glad the movie hadn't already started, but I literally couldn't see the seat number without doing that. I will yeah. say, I'm going to put a little bit of that on theaters. For yeah, sure. no, they, theaters definitely need to be better at that. And again, it, it kind of shows you how new this still is because, yeah. you know, theaters didn't have to worry about that stuff before. Now they do. So I think making the letters of the rows more legible, it will be helpful. The numbers on the seats more legible. Maybe have it like lit up like little, you know, the little... Uh, whatever yeah. template or whatever the thing is, like have that lit up and all that. But yeah, I love, yeah, I've heard people, you know, trying to reason like, oh no, this is, this is row G, isn't it? And it, it's really D. And they're like, oh, and then they're like, oh, my bad. And they, you know, they, they realize that they just don't know the alphabet. Um, and it, it, it's, it's so funny how it's always, no, you're wrong. I'm right. And then like, just, just take a look. You know, just just because you never know. Mistakes happen all the time. Now, my biggest pet peeve was when this was still kind of new. And uh, first of all, I loved it immediately when I knew I could reserve my seat. I was like, perfect. I can get my seat properly and all that kind of stuff like that. You have those people who probably bought their ticket last minute, right? So what they, they thought that they could do is that they'll buy separate seats and they'll try to convince the one person at one of the other seats, <laughs> hey, this is my wife. Do you mind moving and taking my seat so I could just sit next to her? I'm like, homie, like, again, there's a reason why I got this seat. You should have known this in advance, you know, and all that. So why We're did you buy this? are now subject yeah. to a stranger's right. decision. Yeah. <laughs> and you do not get to be mad if they push right. back. Exactly. Airplanes, it's a similar deal. It's like, yeah, maybe someone will be nice. Odds are someone might even feel bad for you. They'll yeah. be a little cheery. They'll be like, ah, I hate you right now, but okay, right. fine. Yeah. It's not your right to take someone else's seat. That's not how the thing works. Yeah. I've had that thought before. It was like, okay, this thing sold out, but friend could, and maybe, but you, you can't bank on it. It's similar to, uh, what I think is interesting is there's the wheelchair companion seat. Mm, yeah. And it'll say sometimes when you book it, in some places it doesn't say, but you can book those. But if someone shows up and needs that seat and they have, I don't know if theaters even ask for documentation or whatever, but if they need that seat, you're, you're gone. You're and out. if it's a sold yeah. out theater, you don't get to see that movie. And if, right. if you're trying to decide, should I see the 8 p.m. or the 11 p.m. and the 11 p.m. sold out by that point, you just don't get to go to that you're movie done. anymore. Yeah, you're I done. like that system, but it's another one of those things. It's a gamble. If you do it, you can absolutely do it. And from what I've seen, often those are not taken. Yeah. In fact, what I'll do sometimes is I'll get a worse seat and I'll keep an eye, especially because I like sitting near the front. Mm -hmm. But every now and then those have more leg room, right? And so I'll keep an eye on it. I'm very tall. I guess there's some people maybe who've never seen. Uh, I'm, I'm eight foot 11. And the problem yeah. is if... Uh, Extremely yeah, you tall. Know, you're sitting eight, the eight foot theater, 11. Yeah. Like you're doing this for an entire movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, every up now and then I'll just chin. move over to oh, one of those yeah. seats. Because I don't like taking those gambles, but if you're a risk taker, if you want to roll the dice, you can book one of those seats or see if Renee will move for you. <laughs> I remember I got so mad because I was like, fine, I'll move. And I was with a date at the time and I was I had a hot dog and I was so mad that I was getting up because, I, you know, when you sit down, you have your shit all out. Right. So you have your hot, I'm hot dog in hand. Yeah. You know, this was winter. So I had my jacket here and all that kind of stuff. And so I was gathering all my stuff. And of course, this has to happen minutes before the movie is about to start rolling. And what yeah. happened? My hot dog fell on the floor. And I was like, mother 
motherfucker. So the whole movie, I was thinking about my hot dog and how I wasn't able to hit my hot dog because asshole wanted to sit next to his wife that they didn't book their tickets well in advance for Gravity that opening weekend. So for a while, I couldn't watch Gravity because all I could think of was my fucking hot dog on the floor. Now, Renee, this is going to be a silly question. He threw your hot dog on the floor. No. How is it his fault that you dropped your hot dog? Because in in, in in my my chaotic movement and like gathering uh -huh. of my shit, I was so clumsy in gathering did, did up. Did he force your body to move chaotically, or you moved your body chaotically? Um, I, uh, did he I'm, shove you, or like why is your hot dog on the ground? It's because yeah, you, no, you he stood didn't. up too quickly, or yeah, what's it, going on? It's because you I was flustered? in a. I was flustered. Yes, I was flustered. Oh, poor Renee. I, yes, fault, it, it is my fault. Yourself. No, I know it. I, I was right to be mad. Yeah, I would be. I would be, and I blame people too. I'm like, they made me throw my yeah. hot dog on the ground. It's like if this guy <laughs> was smart enough to book another seat, or just booked earlier, then I wouldn't have to go through. I'd have this. a fucking hot dog. I'd have a hot dog. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, and you only stole my hot dog. Yeah, sir. security. This man's a hot dog thief. It's 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 insane, and and you know, like you go to theaters, you know how much hot dogs are. They're expensive, so it's like, man, fuck, yeah, expensive yeah. hot dog on the floor, uneaten, unable to serve its purpose, <laughs> and that is to get him. Like, so he had to deal with the hot dog, or did you pick it up? No, I left it there. You should have left it, it there. Uh, yeah, yeah, I did. Good. No, yeah, I left just, it. His feet are like slippery. Yeah, like I hope. I hope he smelt it the whole time. I hope he smelt the hot dog. Yeah, and I and I hope he's That's vegan too. <laughs> that's awful but you know that when you're in that worked up state of mind and you're just like thinking of ways to get back at the person or like yeah. horrible and you're like i hope his socks are full of ketchup or whatever yeah that's when you know it's probably time to either say something or do something about the thing yeah sometimes he can't but I've noticed when I'm not enjoying a movie, because I'm like, if that person makes that sound, and they made it again, but then I'm not yeah. doing anything about it, like, I'm just not going to enjoy the movie. There's right. times where, like, if I really won't do something, I should walk away. Sure. Because it can, especially if it's a movie that you're Star Wars opening night and you're a Star Wars fan. Yeah. You don't want to have that ruined because of that. And yes, it is the other person's fault. And yes, they deserve a sock full of ketchup and mustard or whatever <laughs> when they piss on his hot dogs. But at the same time, at some point, there's the part where, like, I'm not enjoying the movie. And there's only like you don't you don't have good options, but you got to take right. one of them. And right. you can just fume like yeah. Renee and the other guys smelling hot dog the whole movie. That's, That's it. Great. That's it. Yeah. But Gravity is a great movie. I was able to watch it again afterwards, and hey, yeah, I really really enjoyed it. <laughs> um so yeah so that's so that's my first one. Uh, let, let's go to you. Like, what, what is what is something that you want to highlight? I have a few that are um, theater rules because, like, mm -hmm. I really enjoy going to Broadway. But these apply to movie theaters just as well. But movie theater culture doesn't fully adopt them. So a few of these sure. are things that I don't think are widespread in movie theater etiquette, but are theater etiquette and should be. This is one where if you can help it, you don't sit directly in front of someone. Mm. Basically, what I'm saying is if it's a sold-out movie, there's only so much you can do. And sometimes... A movie will sell out, especially where you get to reserve in advance, and then people cancel the last minute or they don't even show because it's free with their, you know, A-list or whatever they have. Sometimes seats will open up, and I'll even move so that I'm not in front of someone. Yeah. But it, the general rule is you wouldn't sit in someone's line of sight, and it can have this weird effect, and you can kind of find, but you essentially want to see people, like, checkered or checkered, like, around the theater and have... I try to do two seats between me and another person on either side and two seats in front of someone at, if I can't help it. 
Now, I don't want to necessarily sit in the back corner just because that's how full the theater is. And if, especially if I'm assuming it'll sell out and I'm buying my ticket early, mm-hmm. I'll kind of, you know, there's only so much you can do. But my favorite thing somebody found, it was uh, somebody tweeted they bought, they were the only person in the movie theater. Then they check again before like to see how full it is and someone else had bought a seat directly next to them and there were only two seats sold in the entire theater (laughs) and some they're like what psycho is choosing and can you imagine the look on the person's face when you sit next to them dude that's happened to me that's That's happened to me yeah what what because this isn't okay. Like, this is a crime in my world. Like, if I'm the president, this is one of the first, like, no one ever gets to do that because that is violent. Even it if was... you don't look at, smell, talk to them. What, I, I'm assuming they do it so they can smell your cologne. What happened? It was one of those rows that wasn't fully booked. And it wasn't, like, a sold-out showing either. Okay, and That's where it's really weird, where there's no one around and it's a creepy movie theater and someone sits next to you. That's what I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah, it's Which like... it's like really happen but still yeah i had i had a seat aisle seat because i i do like to be by the aisle because i i just again i just want to be able to freely go in and out if i have to one more leg room you can kind of more leg, leg yeah you, you have that little yeah. option to put your leg out and all that right yeah. for some reason homeboy bought a book the ticket right next to me seat right next to me but there was multiple options throughout the theater where that person could have sat and i'm like why what like, I don't understand, you know? I love that. Yeah. I think that's actually, that's what I'm going to start doing. I'm just going to find just find the whatever one the most popular <laughs> seat is. Yeah. There are some theaters, right, where they have the stairs and then two seats to the right of the stairs. Yeah, yeah. And that's a yeah. weird one. If I'm going to be in the corner and then someone books a seat right now, I, I think it was, I had to do it. It was, this was years ago. It was Twilight, the final movie. I had just binged the franchise so I could be caught up and go to the, I love a good movie premiere night, yeah. uh, opening night. But the seats were such that I had to be in the weird corner next to some. But it was a full theater, so that's just going to happen. That said, if it's if there's other seats, you don't want to box somebody in no. as a stranger. And then, yeah, it's the same thing with with airplanes, right? Like some of these things we're talking about could be applied to Southwest. Like if it's not a full flight, <laughs> and like, don't ruin someone's entire flight and have them asking, "What kind yeah. of sicko are you?" The entire duration of the movie. Yeah. Um, that's that's troubling. Yeah, that's not avoid it if you can. But essentially, and I, I see people don't do this in movie theaters, especially because everyone wants the middle of the middle. Usually the middle sure. left to right and on the X, Y axis, just the very middle. So what happens is two people book here, two people book right in front of them, two people book right in front of them, then people book next to them. I always try to bake in unless I know it's going to be sold out. That's anything goes. But otherwise, yeah. I try to bake in at least one seat between me and the other person if, if it's not going to be sold out. And if I'm booking it kind of near last minute, just be mindful of that. Some people want personal space. Some people might want you to sit next to them. I don't know. Maybe ask first instead of just surprising them with a, another person in their right. third wheeling. Their They're making out next to you. The whole, like, if you want that, sure. But they might not. Right. That's all I'm right. Say. Right. Yeah. No, that, that, that's a good good thing to keep in mind, too. Um, but it's so funny that you said that because I, it, it, so, so prior to us recording, I, I, we were talking about, oh, Blake was saying, you know, there's some things that bother me, but I wish I could remember all the instances where this occurred. And I said, yeah, unfortunately I remember all those instances. So you can mention worry. something and I'll, I'll bring up something. And then when you said that immediately, it, it reminded me, it's like, 
Why did this homeboy sit next to me when there's so many other seats everywhere? It's like he purposely booked his ticket unless it was assigned to him. But then if you if I saw like on the grid that there was another person sitting next to me, I'd be like, I could take another seat somewhere else. You know, like it's like when you say it's signed to me, you mean like the movie, the ticket seller. Yeah, you know, like sometimes they'll just like automatically no, like give you something. No, they'll be like, "Is this seat okay?" And then that's also maybe not his fault, but the movie seller, sure, the ticket seller's fault. But yeah. still, somebody at some point shows that seat. Yeah, it's I just love crazy. They just click the wrong one. He goes, "Oh, I don't want to sit next to that guy." Ah, damn it! I'm almost out of time. Go, go, go! go. Yeah, oh, oh well. <laughs> Good luck. I got I to get this ticket. Yeah. Um. <laughs> He well, was speak- also bothered, or, or he thought <laughs> you could have bought the tickets at the same time, and he thought you were the weirdo. Right, the right. Movie. Yeah, the way, like, bam. Like, this guy's a weirdo. I know that much. You guys were having the exact same thoughts. Yeah, each other. It, it's so funny. But but something that will go along with that too is the armrest situation. So oh, I, I feel like this is something that you. is yeah because there is believe it or not there is a systematic way to decide which armrest you should use or not. One Both thing, to... of them. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. As much of it as you can, yeah. spread out, baby. Yeah, because this is look, your world, and we're all just living in it. If you're one of those people, fuck you. That's it. Because look, you got the two cup holders, so you need one two for your holders. drink, and I need one for my cell phone, right? I can put my cell phone there, yeah. and look, I'm good to go. I'm Gucci. Yeah. Oh, you're you trying know? to take my cell phone holder? Yeah. How dare you? How dare you? Right. Actually, I don't know the system, and I actually wondered this recently. Mm-hmm. I just kind of, you know, you read the room, and you're like, uh, that one's free, that one's not. I'll go yeah. with this one. What's the system? So from what I've gathered in most theaters is that the safe bet is always to choose the right armrest. Yeah. Because if you look at the entire row, every person who sit, let's say that rule is full. If everyone chose the right armrest, everyone will have a cup holder dedicated to them. Now, and also that goes along with the majority of people who go to, you know, who are in theaters or just majority of people in general are right-handed. So right-handed people tend to want the right armrest. That's a good rule right? of thumb. Yeah. Just assume right because most yeah. people are right-handed. Okay. Yeah. Now, what I do is I pay attention to the first seat in the row I'm going into because there are some theaters that that yeah. first armrest near the aisle doesn't have a cup holder, you know. So you have to be oh, mindful. Right, it's the the aisle one, and right. Yeah, I've seen yeah. that. That's what actually threw me. And there, I could imagine a system where it's like the all the way up to the middle. You're supposed to go left if you're on the right half, right, right. Of kind of thing. Right. So like so if you're yeah, I if you even see over there because it whatever the it yeah. was dark during the trailer or something. I was just like trying to figure it out. And then just figured somebody would, I would just keep an eye and make sure everyone had a cup holder. Right, exactly. Yeah. And and that's all you really should do is just, just keep an eye out to see like who has one, who doesn't have one. If you're like dead center, that could be a tricky situation. But that's when you have like a kind of maybe a brief conversation. It's like, hey, are you using that armrest or can I use that armrest like that? You know, it's just a, a quick thing and all that. But I hate people who assume that they could yeah. just like plop something down or people who do just claim both armrests and they're just like, well, here's my, my keys and my, uh, my little purse. And this is where my drink is. And then when you sit down next to them, it's this, <sighs> and then they have to take something yeah. out. It's like, it's not my yeah. fault. You assume, you know, that no one's going to sit next to you, you know, and all that. So, but that's always a tricky situation when it comes to the whole arm resting. Well, I mean, what's, I think we were talking it through, but, 
do you have uh, uh, any other like takes on the whole armrest situation thing? Um, I think my next rule is kind of related, so I'm going to segue okay. into Perfect. that one. But um, I, the only thing I actually on the armrest thing, there's this other weird thing that happens. It's airplanes and in general. First off, this is something that my mom taught me from a young age. My general rule is I kind of I'm a bigger dude as I mentioned earlier. I'm mm-hmm. eight foot eleven. Eight foot eleven. And Yep. And so, but anyway, in general, I try, I make myself smaller at concerts. This is another related yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah. If you're a tall person, just be like, look behind you. And if you can see just as well behind you, that person, let them in front of you. And if you're like a single dude who's just been manspreading your whole life, that person might really enjoy your company more right. than if you had been standing in front of them. And you might actually get to meet their friend or something. I don't yep. know. Might get a wingman out of the deal. I don't know. But in general, um, I try to like, just be mindful of that. And it's something that my mom, and she would actually point it out growing up and go, look, and she, it's the kind of thing, like, especially in the like believe women era that women have been bringing up apparently for a long time. But my mom's explained it. Like I never get an armrest if there's a man next to me. And I was like, really? I had, cause this has not been my world. I never noticed it or seen it. She started pointing out and every time I saw it, I was like, wow. Yeah. It's all the time. So yeah, especially dudes claim both armrests all the time. Depending on your chromosomes and how you identify and whatever your place in the world, if you've never thought about this before, just start looking out for it. And if you notice, and the other problem is a lot of women won't confront that man because they don't want to have a conflict for other societal reasons. So a lot of times they just get away with it. And some dudes spend their whole lives man spreading on subways and putting their arms on both armrests. So I try to, if there is a situation, I'm thinking of airplanes where basically kind of everyone has to, there's no cup holder, whatever, is I will usually air towards, you can cross your arms, you don't have to use the armrest, folks. Secondly, is if there is an armrest sharing situation, you can kind of use the back half and they can use the front half or vice versa, especially airplanes where it's more cramped than movie theaters. You can kind of like divvy it up and just read the room or if you need to ask, it's okay. People don't communicate enough is something yeah. I know. A lot of people just are angry and resentful for an entire flight. If you just said like, hey, I'm so sorry, but is it okay if I do, you're in my whatever? Like a lot of people, sure, there is a tiny chance there's a fight. But the way we kind of evolve is we our brains go, there's a 1% chance this will result in a fight. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. And then you're just like anxious and worked up the whole time. Most of the time, people want to do right by other people. And yeah. so you could talk about it if you or you just read the situation. And if they're taking the front of the armrest, I think if it's all things equal, don't take someone else's armrest if it's not yours, obviously. Right. Definitely don't lean over them and use both of their armrests with one of your arms. Right, right, right. Yeah. But most of the time you can use half an armrest. and The other person can use the other half, depending on kind of where bodies are and who's leaning back or whatever. And I've had it before where it's a little dance. Then they switch back. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. no problem. move up there. That's a fine, I think. Yeah. No, Overall, and it, you get one whole armrest to yourself, not two full armrests. Not two full ones. Yeah. When there's people on both sides of you, that's not how the world works. We're yeah. Talking, a lot of these are just golden rule stuff. Like, it, well, it's just, it's just, you want to be treated, don't be an asshole and be considerate of others. Right. That's the thing. It's just being considerate and just courtesy. It's just like, you know, and it's just be mindful of your neighbor. You know, it's just one of those things. And it's funny how, again, oblivious some people are to a lot of that stuff and unfortunately also ignorant you know and i think that's just an unfortunate Sometimes situation it's selfishness too there's obliviousness yeah. and there's the self-serving obliviousness which yeah. Is like, yeah if i don't ever look around me i don't ever have to right. worry if i'm being an asshole right like it's so, my world so i'm living in it right <laughs> right and and in that case be a good host 
to all right. of your guests, the yes. rest of us humble uh, peasants who are just would like maybe one part of one armrest or whatever. Yeah, just like yeah. like a, like a or, or like you said, a section of an armrest is good enough for 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 me. So so yeah, I I totally agree. Um, when it comes to seats and sharing, and, and I feel like this is more to do with people who live in like bigger cities or cities with reliable transportation. Your bags, bags and stuff that you decide to bring to theaters with you now. I have a funny situation. I kind of shared it with Blake earlier was I went to the flash screening and there was a lady in front of me in line as we were waiting to go inside. And she, she went on a nice little shopping spree at Ikea, bought herself a nice like floor standing lamp and brought the lamp with her to this screening. You know, and again, this is one of the this is like a New York moment situation where you'll only see this in New York, really, Um, because in most places, people drive to the movie theaters. Right. So they have their cars and all that. So the only thing they're bringing with them is like maybe their pocketbook or their keys or whatever the case is. But here in New York, people go to movie theaters after work, after the gym, after shopping and all that. And there are moments where I see people bring bags and bags with them or a giant book bag or whatever the case is. If you know you have all that shit with you, just be mindful that you have that stuff with you and don't hit the next person with you with your bags and shit. Don't put your bag in an aisle where you know people are going to be walking in and out of. And I know this could be tough and everything, um, but if you're going to a theater, just be mindful that this is going to end up being a situation where maybe someone's going to get annoyed that you have all this shit with you. So knowing that you could choose your seat, maybe sit somewhere next to the wall, you know, or maybe a little somewhere where there's not a lot of people, you know, or you have more room or maybe go home first and then go to the theater. (laughs) 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 Because there are so many situations where I've been in where someone decided to go grocery shopping or something and they have like three bags with them and they're going to the theater where are you going to put this stuff? You know, so everything is in front of them. And every time someone has to go to the bathroom, it's like now they're climbing Mount Everest and they're doing like an expedition, right? So now they're climbing over someone's bag or the person has to pick the bag up and put it in front of them on their lap or they stand up and they have to do all this stuff. And because of a big to do and all that, I don't know what homegirl did with her lamp or maybe I don't want to know what she did with her lamp. But could you imagine, like, where, like, did she leave her lamp in the in the aisle, like, in in like the walkway, or whatever? You know, like, you know, it's it's just amazing. What, where would you put it? Yeah, under the seat. Sorry, under the seat. Under the seat. (laughs) Yeah, maybe I don't know. I mean, it's kind of to me. It's I try to go with the airplane rule of put it under your seat, or actually under the seat in front of you, in front of you, or or whatever. Movie theater, your seat. If you can yeah. put it there, that's great. Or at least try to like kind of unch it there. That way it's only barely sticking out. Be mindful of backpack straps. Seen people trip at movie theaters on the oh, yeah. strap that's thing. Oh, yeah. Um, if you're putting your soda or popcorn on the ground, that's on you. If someone walks yeah. by, it's a dark theater. They can't know everything that's on the ground if right. they can't see it. Mm-hmm. So you don't get to be mad if they kick your soda uh, across the movie theater. That's your fault. Yeah. Um, where your feet are and how you kind of like eh, could 
policy is to stand up and let the person wait are we talking we're, we're talking about stuff right now we're not yeah. talking about how you move around a theater that's another one i'll let no, you no, no, no. no no that's fine but overall yeah just being mindful of getting your stuff out of people's way and will it mess with someone if they're running full speed through right. the aisle in right. the middle of the movie like the flash and then they see a lamp and then just kick it will there be an injury possibly <laughs> or they like they or they just such a trip and then now they're rolling down the aisles and all that like down the stairways and all that and now that becomes a whole other distraction um but yeah just be mindful of all your shit or maybe just don't bring shit to the theater like i'm sorry you know like go home first or, or whatever the case is um what well have you had in a situation where like someone's stuff annoyed you or you had to encounter like this mountain of stuff I, to me it's kind of all the time because in new york city yeah you don't get to leave your stuff in the car and it's just backpacks yeah. and feet out which is another thing we'll get to but like yeah. feet out in the aisle and so i'm just trying to like be mindful of it and i don't want to bother anyone but it's essentially impossible there's times if you don't really have to leave during the movie don't because yeah. it can be a whole mess especially um there's one thing in particular, it's an IMAX, and there's no middle aisle. It's just, if you're oh, in the yeah, middle, it's one giant row. Yeah. 40 people or so. If yeah. it's sold out screaming, it's wild. You're literally like, it's all, it is essentially dangerous. You can step on someone, you can kick their stuff. Yep. So, one thing I think about is when I'm doing that, the recliner seats is a whole nother game. You're trying to like angle around them. If you just like generally be mindful of people's stuff, uh, of other people when you're putting your stuff out. It's a little tricky because you have the recliner coming out. So you think, oh, I'll put it so I'll lean it against the seat in front of me. But now if someone's coming through their obstacle course includes a seat up to here, then a backpack yeah. and another seat with no room, they're going to what jump your backpack. It best you can put it next to you, recline, climb back and then shove it. And then shove it right underneath it. Yep. Mm -hmm. Well, what, what's going to happen when you have to unrecline? Just move it. Like as long as you can kind of reach down there or you can stand up and move things around, yeah. it'd be better to do that than to cause other people an issue for an entire movie. Inconvenience yourself slightly and you're less likely to, I don't know, face a lawsuit for someone breaking their, right. their leg on your backpack that's just literally can't get around it. Yeah, so It is a game though when you're annoyed by how people are acting and you now have permission to kick their backpack and drag it with you <laughs> all the way to the rest and then it's hooked on your foot and you can just kind of gong, gong, the whole way down every single step as right. loudly it's your backpack now that's how you get a free backpack. yeah that's it it's mine now yeah yeah it it, it, it attached <laughs> it to last... me it it clung yeah. to me that's it now i claim this it was just in the shared space sir i'm sorry yeah. i didn't know that sorry how would i have known that was your backpack it was in the aisle yeah yeah <laughs> one of the best experiences i had at a movie theater um was this one time in japan where and and this is one of those situations where you know when amc started charging for like premium seats i was okay with that because again other countries have been doing that you know and japan for one does that where they have these like special premium seats in the middle of the theater but they're a premium and you feel like you're getting a premium because you get a seat, but you also have a table next to you and you have dividers on the side because that's done also from what my friends told me for, let's say you're a mother and you you need to bring your, your baby mm. to a theater. You want to watch a movie. Now you have a place to put the, the baby seat right next to you and you have dividers so you don't disturb people next to you, you know, in case like the baby starts to cry a little bit or whatever the case is. 
But I loved it because I put my bag there. I had a place for all my snacks. And then I had these dividers so I could like not hear this person next to me or that person next to me. I mean, could you imagine if we had that kind of stuff here? Oh, no, we can't because it'll be ruined like in a week. <laughs> Someone's going to abuse the shit out of it. Yeah, and all that. But I mean, it, it's just one of those things where imagine if we were able to have that kind of stuff and and all that. So in a more metropolitan area, people with bags will now have a place to put their stuff and not inconvenience a lot of other people, you know? So who knows? Maybe in the future. Um, but but what, what other stuff you have there? We're talking about pe- things being in people's area. Feet. Mm-hmm. Feet. Feet should never, ever be on my armrest from behind. Thank I'm you. Ever, ever, Thank ever. you. The armrest, not Thank footrest, you. is armrest. You want yes. a footrest? Please don't footrest. I don't want to use my armrest as a footrest. I, as a person who's uh, nine and a half feet tall, I do have an issue. Oh, you grew. Sometimes... You grew in the last 10 minutes. No, it was always nine and a half feet. Oh, you, I thought it was eight and 11. Oh, okay, now it's nine. Okay, that's fine. That's all right. Met me. Uh, I'm drunk. So, I'm drunk. There are times no one's in the row in front of me. And here's another one. If I'm sitting here and you're not using my armrest, but you're moving one arm, using one armrest away, don't put your feet there. That's weird. If your feet are in smelling distance, and trust me, they are, basically within like 10 feet or so, or visual distance where I just go like, oh, wait, why is there movement next to me? I thought it was empty. Oh, it's just a loose foot. It's just a disembodied <laughs> foot hanging out. Shoeless. So, like, don't take off your shoes. Oh, yeah. I don't know what your situation is. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. can't have to wear, but usually a good idea if you can help it. Don't take off your shoes. Um, I will use the armrest area, like the blank in front of me, as a small like footrest to like stretch out for a second. If there's essentially no one on that aisle or they're so far away that the curvature of the theater, mm-hmm. it's not in their line of sight. But essentially, if it's in line of sight, line of smell, don't have your feet anywhere in that yeah. area. They've got the recliner situation. Okay. you Now your foot's in. Good job. But otherwise, having it up on the back of the seat in front of you, on the armrest, just don't do that unless you are fully – and I will do it. I'll lean forward and check and just like go left to right. Just make sure there's – sometimes – one time I started to do it, and then like I saw some movement. I was like, oh, it's a short person or a child who's two seats over. I could not see them from where I was at. If I had it double-checked, but yeah, <laughs> you're gonna ruin there's some like kid watching an animated movie, their dad's in the bathroom, and you're right, 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 just right. now foot in their face the whole time. Right, That's not yeah. good. Just double check. It's yeah. better to double check. Inconvenience inconvenience yourself slightly and make someone's night so much better than a foot in the face movie experience. Right. You don't need that. Right. Or or and, and to go along with that, too, like if you for some reason can't help yourself by putting your feet up on someone like, like on the back of a seat or an armrest in front of you, wait until the movie's already playing to do it. Because like sometimes if you do it before the movie starts, someone may just eventually sit there. When I go to a row and I yeah. see someone already had their foot there. I don't want to sit there anymore. It's like, what the fuck? It's like, I don't know what the guy, if this person stepped on shit or whatever the case is. I don't want to be around that stuff. Um, There's nothing worse than sitting somewhere and then all of a sudden I just see foot up, foot up. Like, it's like, why do you have to do that? You know, it's like, you know, we're not home. You know, you're not at your home and all that. Yeah. It's, you did pay for that seat, but not the other seats around. Not, right, you. exactly. Yeah. Not foot seats. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, overall, uh, when there are times someone's using the armrest foot concept or the back of the chair, whatever, and then I'm, I'm walking in, and generally, if you see, like, just be mindful. If you're yeah. so oblivious and talking to your friend or whatever, and you're too comfortable, it might happen. But as soon as you can notice someone is starting to sit in that seat, move your foot off. And if you know, the other thing I'll do is someone's walking by that seat, and I'll move my foot off in case that's their seat. Mm. And then they keep walking, right? That's yeah. then you get to take it back. But it's this is a lot of these can apply to, to airplanes too. Yeah. But we're talking movie theaters today. Just be mindful of that. I'm not going to use your uh, wait till the movie starts rule. I'm, I'm way too tall for that. I would say <laughs> going to move my foot because it's you're a I mean, That's on you, yeah, buddy. I'm sorry. I, I get it. When you're 10 feet tall, I, I get how it's like really, really hard and all that. I totally I get it. I totally I get it. it. Yeah. Um, Thank you. So, and so uh, speaking of being uh, aware of your surroundings and all that, let's let's get into the whole movement in, in theaters. And one of my, my biggest issues Difficult. is when people have to run up and, dial, uh, up and down the stairs like in, within the theater, especially during a movie. Because I think one thing that people don't understand is that the way theaters are kind of built, they're built, <laughs> they're built like bleachers. Right. So basically you have like the carpeted bleachers. Yeah. So they're hollow. Like the floors that we we are standing on are hollow. So that means they make noise and they vibrate just like a bleacher would at a freaking baseball game, at a freaking, you know, college game, whatever the case is. So when you run, you are vibrating every freaking row that you're running down and all that. And plus, you're making a ton of shit, a shit ton of noise and all that. I get it. You want to rush to the bathroom because you don't want to miss anything. But don't run. Because what's worse, yeah. too, is that if you trip and I've seen this happen where someone's running and they miss a step and now they fall. Now you just created another whole distraction in the movie outside of your noise and your vibrations and all that stuff like that. Plus, there's a lot of people who think it's a great idea that in order to be faster, let me jump at the end to make sure I can get down even quicker and all that. That way I won't bother people for as long of a time. Like It's like the opening a bag of chips, which might be another one, sorry. But it's just like, (laughs) do it as fast as possible and it'll be louder. But when it comes to the stairs, faster is unnecessary because you can do it in a way that doesn't make any sound if you just kind of walk at a normal speed. Yeah, just just yeah. There's a there's a way to like walk faster and all that, you know, without creating such a ruckus and everything. Hey guys, I hope you're enjoying this episode so far, but before we continue, I wanted to quickly talk about Bulletproof Coffee. Bulletproof Coffee is my favorite coffee of choice to start off my mornings with. Why? Because it's clean coffee. What does that mean? Well, one There are no chemicals in it. Why? Because they go through this multi-step process of making sure that all of their beans are fully clean and free of any chemicals so that when you get the beans delivered to you, it is the pure beans, the pure coffee, the goodness that you've been wanting, the taste, the flavor, and the nutritional value as well without worrying about any added chemicals or anything else put into the mix there. Um, It also doesn't have that weird acidic taste that some coffees get. 
give you. I don't know how about you, but for me, some coffees kind of give me that weird sensation in my stomach, makes me a little burpy, and it kind of drags me down a little bit instead of really waking me up, uh, which is something that I need for my coffee every day. Bulletproof also offers a lot of keto-friendly snacks and supplements, anything that you need to kind of add to your everyday nutritional needs, add to your diet, and make you and pretty much transforms the way you feel uh, every day. So uh, for a limited time, if you use this code on that you see on the screen right now, LOWKEYGEEK, all caps, one word, you can get 15% off your order. So what what is it better than that, right? Check out the link in the description of this episode. Use this code, get yourself your discount, and make your mornings a little bit more bulletproof with Bulletproof Coffee. Now, back to the episode. Now, to go along with that too, if you have to go to the bathroom or you have to leave for whatever reason, I know it could be a nuisance to a lot of people, especially if you are walking through people, in front of people, and all that stuff like that. And I know maybe your first instinct is, I don't want to destruct someone's view. So let me hunch over and try to, you know, not not be a distraction. Believe it or not, at least to me personally, you end up becoming more of a distraction by showing me that you're trying not to be a distraction. Because some people do it in a way that I actually find kind of laughable. <laughs> if you saw me do it, you'd be like, this guy thinks he's in the military and yeah. he's duck crouch walking. Like it's a Call of Duty, pressed B one time. And I was just kind of going, just hoping no one notices. If oh my you do God. it in a way where you're fully out of the line of sight from everyone, if you're going to do a full crawl yeah. and Renee can't see you, he'll be fine with it. But if yeah. you can see your head bopping up and down and he's like, what is that? Yeah. You don't want to give people the like peripheral, like the, what the hell is that? Is there an animal in here? Like, what hey, is that? That's the thing, right? Just a hey. boom, 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 like thing. Yeah. Once you turn into like a troll and you're like, you're like all of a sudden you're, you're like trying to smurf your way in front of me. Like it, it's not going to, it's not going to work. Now you just distracted me 10 times over. Unless you're seeing. Trolls. <laughs> uh, the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Whenever they re-release it, and you're, it's like sure. part of your costume, that's fine. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. You don't get to be me. Oh no, 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 no. I will, I will let that go. That that can fly. Yeah, but if if we're watching, not loves that. cosplay more than he loves etiquette. But <laughs> oh, I appreciate a good. a good cosplay for sure. Yeah, but you when know, when they told me that, when I was like, oh, I thought I was being nice this whole time when I've been doing that. I'm essentially trying to do it smoothly and duckingly. And I, there are some situations like a, a sporting mm-hmm. game. You're not actually going to be distracting people as much with movement because there's just yeah. movement all the time all around you. But if everything is static, I now see what you're talking about. You're going to notice yeah. the movement no matter what. Yeah. And just going, it's like when you're playing a video game, right? Like if someone's going to walk in front of you, they should just do it. Yeah. And then at least you're like adjusting to it. Exactly. Know? Yeah. Um, unless, yeah. It, there's all these different like nuances on airplanes versus movies, whatever. Sure. I think my general, another one I'll say with the moving is if there's, if you're walking in front of people, we have a general don't talk in movie theaters rule. I try to not say sorry, but my training is to go, sorry, sorry. Sure. Of course. Or, Excuse yeah. me. Pardon me. But you actually kind of don't want to do that because now by being polite, you're actually being more impolite. Mm-hmm. So instead what I do is I jump the entire time and hope I don't land on someone's foot. It's like that game where you'd have a knife between the fingers. And so you just jump as high as you can and then land as hard as you can. What's so funny? 
because you're going to hit someone's foot or you're not. And ideally, right. it's just safer. It's like you, when you're going through rain and you run full speed, you get less rain on. It's like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I, I understand that concept for sure. Just, yeah. And you tell a person, you're like, I'm going to land there. And then you jump full right, speed. Right, right, right. That's yeah. on them. They have to move out of the way. Right. You know, like, yeah. between your legs, watch out. Jump. And then land. Yeah. And, and then again, by doing so, you're also vibrating the floor and making a lot of noise doing that. So it's like a perfect situation all around. Also slurp a drink while you're doing that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just, here, here's a tricky one, right? If you're trying to move your feet out of the way, but now you're moving them higher. Mm-hmm. It's a weird thing. So, right. <laughs> how do we do this in this medium? The, the chair in front of you is reclined. Your feet are here. Someone's yeah. trying to walk by you, and so you're going to go, oops, sorry, and now they're higher, and the person now has, like, like, uh, how do I just, I guess I'll just shove your feet right. with my body. Right, so right, like right. pulling yeah. them towards you, yes, um, if, you're, if you're seated. If you're walking, it's just, like, good luck, because yeah. it's a dark theater. You don't know if that's a backpack, a giant tub of popcorn, a lamp. In the case of your recent theater experience, we don't know what's there. So just, you're going to kind of, like, like you know you're gonna kind of like just be as minimal as possible right. without but like moving smoothly and quickly trying to be as little of a jerk as possible and hopefully the other people are mindful enough mm-hmm. that they're gonna like oh sorry and i've even done it for like i've seen someone do it where they're like sorry one second my soda thank yeah. you for telling me because i didn't want to kick soda everywhere and have my feet sticky like whatever it is everyone's going to kind of do their best in real time and it's uh it's also a minefield yeah. uh good luck yeah. There's not really a great solution there. Picking up your feet can be better, but not stomping them down. Yeah. It's just like basic, but that's, that's pretty much like human, like intuitively you're going to kind of do as about as good as you can do. What you don't want to do is make a big show of it and a big thing of it. Be like, Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean, I can't, your, can you, I can't, do you mind? like you don't, you don't need to do that in this scenario. Right. Everyone's kind of aware this sucks. It's going to suck for a moment. Let's just get it over with. Yeah. I mean, again, it, it's, there's no graceful way to do this, especially in the movie theater setting. You know, just try your best not to be like the most distracting thing if if that is a situation. Because I'll never forget there was this one time I was at a, a movie, and this Asian this Asian girl, she was really really just trying not to be that person to annoy anyone, but the whenever she walked by, she did this hunch movement and this waddle that I heard people laughing every time she she came in and out. And it was it just became more and more of a distraction that all of a sudden, now she's part of the show, you know, like every time she was walking in front of us and all that. Um, also, if you are walking in and out in an aisle, be mindful of where you put your hands too, because I've been in situations where someone grabs the back of my seat and now I'm being like rocked back and oh, forth yes. as this person yeah. is like trying to walk by. I'm like, what the yeah, fuck? Like, point. what was that? Steady yourself without yanking. Like, right. You don't need a yanking motion to like pull yourself <laughs> yeah. forward. Not- it's like, also, I'm like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, whoa, for 4D. Um, so yeah, it, it's just, <laughs> it's just, if you do that to someone, you got to make it, you got to go bah, 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 as they're, yeah, just and splash water in my face as you do that because now I get the full effect and it's like, all right, now that's awesome, right? Uh, <laughs> so that, yeah, that's really funny. Um, speak, uh, so okay, so we covered movement, right, and all that. Yep. Um, we've covered feet, where you put your stuff, where you put your stuff, where you sit. Where you sit. Um, let's talk about okay. So some small ones, and you you brought this up before, and I'll just go through these real quick because these are like really tiny things. Um, the cell phone light thing. 
Um, oh, on my list. Thank you. Yeah, because I I get it. It is hard to see sometimes. You know, when you go into a theater, um, and if you're trying to find your seat, you you well, have to use when it rings and it flashes a light. Yours is not on my list. Oh, but, the, the, yeah. the, well, we can that Self-own can light. that'll be the like a nice transition phone. to go. Yeah, yeah. 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 Gotcha. I under I understand. Like, okay, you have to use your your cell phone light, and I'm not talking about the the light on your screen. Like the actual LED light when you turn on the flashlight to find your seat and all that. Be mindful of how bright that shit is, because some people just go bang, and then all of a sudden you just yeah they hold it up. Like wait, where's my light? Like it's a flashlight. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna locate it by going in Renee's face, right? Both of his eyes, gonna check the size of his pupils, and then look for yeah. Because all of a sudden it's from towards you and then out. It's from finding your. It became finding your seat into now you're spelunking. And now you're like, you know, <laughs> trying to light up in t- the entire cave. It's like, don't don't do that. Like, I remember I've, I've had so many people that would do that. And then the best part is like they don't even know how to turn it off afterwards. So now they're fiddling, trying to turn off the light. And now I just see this light going all over the place. Like we're having a disco next to me or whatever the case is. Like, just be aware or at least know how to use your flashlight on your phone. And all that, or if you didn't know most cell phones can lower their brightness. Exactly, right? yeah. People who did not know that yeah. have been out for years. My other trick is always point it at yourself and then move it outward minimally. So right. It's, it's, there's the lights on; no yeah. one else can see it because it's like in your chest, and then you're going to move it outward so that way you're kind of like scanning until you get the part that you need. Right. And in theory, you can do a full flashlight, find your seat number without anyone it ever being anyone's light. They might notice the seat in front of them is brighter, but the light isn't actually like coming yeah. at them or illuminating their section. Yeah. Just, yeah. It's just, just be mindful because those suckers are bright and it could yeah. be like, like, especially when you're in a dark theater. Now, some people, they lose stuff during the movie. Like they drop something and they feel like they have to look for it immediately at that moment. So all of a sudden you will find a light just pop off here and there. Just be mindful of how distracting that could be for anybody in there. Now, We'll move on to your thing because I also agree with this about the whole the the when you get a ring or or someone calls you and the light starts flashing. I I hate that. I really hate. It that. It is a great assisted device, and some yeah. people need it. Some people, for whatever hearing issues or vibration, etc. Like there are some people who actually need this device. I get it. Other people, some people use it all the time. And I don't get that. And I mean, not even outside in the movie theater, just in life in general. I'm just seeing a strobe light come at me. Just be mindful of it. And if you have one of those phones, I'm assuming that those are like the people who back in the day still had their phone on full volume all the time, even if before there was the, <laughs> it was like, there it was either silent or anyway, at some point we invented the, like the vibrating and it got right. better and D and D and all that. There were people for years it's not that they didn't learn the science of fun. They're like, no, people need to hear my ringtone at this restaurant. Yeah. That was a thing for years, like early 2000s-ish. Um, those are the same people, I think, nowadays who have the full flashlight effect. You can do that, but unless you need it for as an assisted device, just be mindful of it. Like yeah. face your phone the other way when you're at the restaurant or if you're putting it down in front of me at my table for any whatever, you're holding it and you're standing here in a line, and I'm sitting right then. I'm just gonna go, <laughs> just getting strobed out of nowhere. Right, it's not necessary a lot of the time. And worst cases, you might miss the call and call the person back while you're at a restaurant. That's that's usually okay. If you're yeah. a doctor or something like, you just need every chance. You're maybe there's some other times I'm not thinking, but movie theater, 
you're not taking that call. It's going to be okay. Right. We're, It'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Um, and, and let's let's stick to the subject of cell phones because I feel like this could yeah. be a hot topic. Right. We could just go into so many uh, different things yeah. here. Like technologies, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, new God. cell phones. What did we got. do? We're what still not we... used to them. <laughs> yeah. What did we do before cell phones? I mean, how did we enjoy movie theaters without them? I don't know. But <laughs> so, some people can't seem to put them down, even for like an hour and a half. Um, but yeah, the 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 ringtone thing, I get it. Sometimes you forget that 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 it's a mistake. But be be mindful of you know when they tell you, just turn off your cell phone ring and all that kind of stuff like that. Maybe that's a moment to check when you hear that prompt, yeah, you know? Always check. Just check. And if you hear a sound, another thing I love is when someone's like, that's not me, and it is them. <laughs> yeah. If you hear the sound, just double check your phone. Just real. check. That's another reminder. Yeah. It might be yours. It might be a weird alarm you didn't know you'd set or change the uh, the setting on that thing, whatever. Sometimes yeah. people accidentally click buttons. It's not you're a terrible person. You don't need to be in denial about it. No. But even if I, there are times I know it's not my phone and I'll still use that. Make sure, and you just kind of hit the button, and now it's silent, at least for my That's phone. That's it, yeah. But also, just double check and go, okay, I'm also on silent, yeah. just like that person now probably is because they had a little panic. Um, yeah, there's, there's little reminders throughout the time. Just This is a this is the time. We, we talked about it recently, the moment in Oppenheimer that's the big moment, and it's silent. <laughs> you don't want to have your phone going off during that. You'd be the worst person in the world. Yeah, also here. The Jurassic Park song whenever the, the Nokia goes off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone, can you please edit that? We as soon as we they release the DVD for Robin, we're gonna have some fun. Oh my god, that'll be great. That'll be that'll be hilarious. Um, and, and we okay. also need to cut where it's Owen Wilson going. Wow! 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 That would be great. Or, okay, or we've got some. Or a lot of people by. have. Or a lot of people use the Kill Bill thing, where it's like, woo, woo, woo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh man, that'll be great. We got, we got to do that. Um, and if you know you're gonna be using your cell phone, like if you just can't help yourself, turn your brightness down because that's like one of the things that is just really, really annoying. My worst experience with someone using their cell phone was was actually at an Alamo draft house. So I had to use the whole system where I had to alert the guy because it was it was this lady who was with her boyfriend and this boyfriend's friend, I guess. And it was it was one of those superhero comic book movies. I forget which one at this point. You could tell she was not into it at all, right? So what does she do from beginning of the movie? Cell phone on. And she's like playing a game. She's perusing Facebook and Instagram. Full 100% brightness this whole time. Did not once turn it off. It was on the whole time. And she's sitting next to me. Like right, right next to me. So I have this glare this whole time. So, you know, at an Alamo Draft House, you write on the note thing lady next to me using cell phone, right? Person observes, all that. Then they'll say something, right? Even after saying something, she still, because the moment they actually walked by, that's when she finally turned it off. So of course, plausible deniability, right? Oh, it's not on. I wasn't, I wasn't using it. And then five minutes later, she's on it back again like that. And of course, homeboy doesn't say one thing. It's like, you do you, girl. You do you, boo. You can do whatever you want. So again, note written, 
hasn't stopped yet. Now, I was pissed off that they didn't kick her out. You know, because isn't it usually... Yeah, this is Alamo. So usually after the second offense, that's usually when they kick her out or when they, they kick someone out, you know. But no, they didn't. But lucky for me, um, they were warned very strictly because not I didn't notice that uh, Homeboy's friend had his feet up on the table. So she was on her cell phone the whole time. This other guy had his feet up in front of like so everyone can see and all that. So they were warned excessively, like, one more time, you guys are going to get kicked out. That's when they stopped their shenanigans and all that stuff like that. But, I, again, I don't understand why people cannot just live without their phone for, like, an hour, hour and a half. If you need to get on your phone, leave. Step out of the theater. Use your phone and all that. If you're not into the movie, why are you even there? Wait in the lobby. You know, or or just say, look, this is not for me. You know, don't make the experience miserable for the person next to you just because you're bored out of your freaking mind and all that. Plus, if you are going to use your phone, don't stick it up in front of your face like this in front of everybody. (laughs) And I can see you're texting, you know, Jeremy that you're going to be late and all that kind of stuff like that. Or that you're swiping through Instagram or you're actually on Tinder looking for your next date or whatever the case is, or, you know, you're, I don't know what you're doing and all that. I don't need to see it. And guess what? Everyone else can see it too. You know, like when I have to use a phone, I usually have my phone down like where my lap is, or I usually have it below if I have to check something because maybe I'm waiting for an email or whatever the case is. Or I just don't look. You know what? For two hours, I'm just not going to look at my phone at all. You know, that's just me. I And I wish people would be more aware that this is very troublesome. And I feel like this is like the number one complaint a lot of people have, you know, at movie theaters is people using their cell phones and all that. I don't, I don't, I, these days I don't hear so much people having conversations anymore. That was yeah, one thing I used to hear all the time. Oh yeah. My oh my God. It's crazy. It's like, how, how can you do that? You know, so what what are your feelings about the whole cell phone thing? So you've said it and everyone kind of knows it's shitty to have a light in your face while you're trying to look at another light Yeah. Uh, behind that light. It's, it's not, it's not fun. Yeah. Um, what I will say, there's this interesting question and we've had this debate before. Mm-hmm. When do you say something to the person? Sure. If it's not Alamo, a problem I have with the big chains, which I'm an AMC a list member. Yeah. Uh, I'm a big fan of Nicole Kidman's work. <laughs> I have the complaint that if I want to find someone, you can't, to help with the situation, yeah. it's hard to find them. Yeah. One, two, if I do find them, sometimes they make it very clear to me that they are not very passionate about their job because of how much right. they are paid by AMC. Right. I get, I also would be like, I don't care. Right. Uh, whenever it's whatever minimum wage. And I had a friend one time, his first day working on the job, he was told he'd be doing tickets. And then he had to clean the bathroom when there was a giant, horrible, horrible mess that had flooded the whole place. And I was, he just walked. I was like, yeah, that's, if you don't need that. Then, yeah, yeah, it sucks. It sucks. Yeah. I don't, I'm not blaming the worker. And then sometimes they're like, I know what to do. I'll get my manager. And then an hour and a half later, a manager comes in. They're like, hey, that person's not on their phone anymore. What were you complaining about, sir? Mm. So sometimes there are times which some of these things we're talking about, I've learned a lesson from Renee tonight. There are times where the person doesn't realize or they think the seat's bigger. They don't realize you're behind them. Or maybe you weren't a moment ago. You were in the bathroom. and they. I do have my phone out sometimes once I've double-checked certain things. Yeah. Or I'll, and then I'll hide it, whatever. 
but it's possible. And so usually, as we mentioned before, you can have a really quick, shitty interaction with a stranger where you go, hey, I'm, I'm sorry, your phone's out. Hey, it's like if you throw in like an apologetic tone, if you're going to go, hey, buddy, put down the phone, you're probably going to have bigger problems. It's going to be right. weirder. It's going to be worse. Now you're the asshole. Right. But for the most part, if you just do, I have a friend, it's their policy as soon as they see it and it's any normal, abnormal amount of time, not just like a check kind of thing, but the person has it out. They just go, I can see your phone. And you do it in a certain tone. It's like, I don't want to do this. And the person often will just kind of put it away and grumble maybe. They might even go, like they might, my bad, or might even yell something kind of shitty, but you're kind of ripping the Band-Aid off. Mm-hmm. Again, it's like we're talking about before. There's the small chance that it gets worse and the person goes, oh, yeah, I'm going to hold my phone as high as I can and yeah. make it brighter. <laughs> Screw you, buddy. <laughs> right. It's my world. Welcome right. to it. But then now they're the asshole. It's very low odds that happens for the most part. You might even have a quick shitty interaction. I will say if you're worried about safety for whatever the dynamic is, maybe don't talk to the manager if you need whatever. And also when it's like a thing now, talk to the manager sooner rather than later or else you're not enjoying the movie until you finally like, well, now it's gotten so bad and you've gotten used to it. So you're like, okay, I'll wait. If it's 10 more minutes, I usually will set up a rule for myself. Like if this is still happening in five minutes, then I'll do something about it kind of thing. But for the most part, unless you're worried about safety, just, saying something quickly it might be a weird interaction you might be a person who's talking during the movie people might say shh but you can get the whole thing over with because a lot of times what happens is everyone around you goes thank you they were afraid to say something right, they didn't right, want right, to and right. it's fine it's over and everyone now turns out you're not the only person in the movie theater either you might yeah. be saving the day for the 10 people around you also you never know right but generally speaking it's it's usually okay to say something especially if you're like an amc where no one's going to do anything about it in any reasonable amount of time yeah maybe try it see how it goes see if you see if you if you're able if you're like renee and i where we don't like to you know intrude on other people's movie experience it might be difficult but yeah. i have a little pack where next time it happens i'm going to try it and yeah see how it goes yeah i, I think the friend who does it they're like every time it's fine like people don't fight like one time there was a guy who yelled something back shitty and that was as bad as it was and then it was over because the tension builds up and diffuses. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think you and I we we made a con- we're we're trying to make a conscious effort to be better at speaking up a little bit. Um, I haven't gotten there yet, but you know, uh, slowly but surely. But again, it it I I just wish we we didn't have to, you know, and I, I just wish more people were a little bit more aware about that kind of stuff. Um, I would love to make a suggestion to movie theaters like AMC, Regal, and all that, because it, it would be nice if it was easier to kind of get help when you need it. You know, like Alamo again does have that great system where you could you know write down a note and all that, and there's always people looking out for notes and all that. It'll be great if every theater had a specific number you could text. Yep. Yeah. U.S. Open has that. I was oh, they do? That one. Oh, okay. U.S. Open, and it's like kind of throughout, and it's like safety or complaints kind of thing. Yeah. I think it's brilliant because otherwise you have to post someone outside of every bathroom if there's a flood or right, right. Um, out of toilet paper, belligerent person, violent, possible terrorist, whatever. the Like there's times where like, especially in a big place like the U.S. Open, like you might actually, there's safety concerns, see something, say something, whatever. You're like, hey, not sure if this is mm-hmm. a thing, but there's been a bag out for a while, whatever. Like just a text number. Yeah, I will say one time I texted the number and nothing happened for a super long. Actually, I don't want to get that. I don't want to put that in the U.S. Open. One time there was like a bag out for mm-hmm. such a long time. I was just like, ah, let's see what happens. I'll, I called the number and 
people came in such a long amount of time. Like, <laughs> so long. Yeah. I don't remember. I think the U.S. Open was that experience, but I, I might be disparaging it. You just need somebody and some system but yeah. the texting a number thing is brilliant in my opinion yeah every movie theater before the movie play just says save this number in your phone yep step out text us and we'll handle it as quickly as we can yeah and and from what i know it's an easy system to implement in like in, a, in an establishment you, obviously you have to get that you have to have you at know. least one worker who cares that's the problem well that's the thing pay. yeah amc is kind of doing the least possible right sometimes. right yeah that, and that's true the fact that times square one has a flies in the bathroom problem and has for years is oh. wild to me yeah you know what i'm talking about have you noticed that yeah yeah for I, years. i've seen that yep it just for like yeah. 10 years now they can't flies yeah. in the bathroom, like a fly problem like an infestation of flies yeah. where there's always about 10 or so like it's it's terrible the fuck am i yeah it's yeah. it's horrible uh but yeah i mean the the regal i go to they have a dedicated security guard that's always there and i've seen him go into random theaters just to watch the movie you know but he, uh, he's like checking but then i'll catch him like laughing at whatever's happening on the screen or whatever <laughs> like that you know <laughs> which which is which is kind of funny you know it's like hey you know dude, dude's just hanging out and doing what he can but like someone like that that could be the guy to like if he gets the text message okay let me go check theater three and all that you know and i i, I want to say after like when theaters started to reopen for the pandemic, some theaters did have a text like thing implemented where I saw like a message say text four, five, six, seven or whatever like that. It was like an Alamo thing or something like Maybe, that. Maybe. I don't know. I don't remember but that at, at AMC at least. I, I feel like... Yeah, I feel like I've seen it or, or or maybe it was another situation, but it would be nice if that could be like a system they start implementing because, you know, it'll, it'll just be nice to know that there's an easy way to get help when you need it and, and whatever. Um, I'm glad we, we talked about the cell phone stuff. Um, let me run through a couple of other things that won't take too long for us to talk about. And, and I think a lot of these things are kind of new. Vaping. I know some people love vaping. Some people are addicted to vaping. Badasses, uh, cool kids. Hey, cloud bros. Do do you do Big you? I, I have nothing against it. Sixteens. Yeah. The only the only thing I'll say, what are you about to say is it is kind of distracting if all of a sudden I just see a whole bunch of smoke in front of me. <laughs> but unless it's, this happened to me the other day, I'm glad you brought it up. Oppenheimer, dude. It happened to me too. Yeah. Bomb sequence. Yeah. I was like. Hell yeah, yeah, this rules. 4D, baby. Yeah. Totally happened. So same situation also. Yeah. Where it was just like, yeah, when the fire's at and also I just see smoke. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, is this really happening? And then I just saw it's someone who's vaping in front of me and all that. It's... Okay. I am not one of those people. Of course. <laughs> of course not. I'm an upstanding citizen. But I had a friend mm. who had a friend who was kind of drunk. They There's a beer at the movie theater people. I'm not one of those yeah. people. I can't enjoy a movie while drinking beer. They did. But then she'd also pre-gamed before the movie and then started smoking weed openly in the nice. movie theater. Which is wow. legal now, but it's also yeah. kind of insane because I'm like, are yeah. the sprinklers about to go off? What's happening? Yep. But it's a full like, fuck it. They, they tried to go outside. The door was locked, something like that. And they were just like, here we are. And uh, couldn't figure it out because of their... And I was just sitting there like, no... Way. <laughs> i'm glad it wasn't a movie i was super concerned about enjoying but it's like yeah that's just some weed smoke and go just a full like it's the 1960s and yeah. we're on an airplane just that's smoke okay um i have a friend 
they do this thing. It's it's called a ghost hit. Apparently, like you can inhale the vape and hold it in your lungs long enough, it doesn't make a giant cloud of smoke. In fact, nothing comes out at all. Mm-hmm. I've seen this person smoke in a movie theater. It's kind of brilliant because you're like, oh, you're not. It, then you've got the light problem. So just like cover the light. Mm-hmm. Other than that, you can kind of get away with it. Most places in society, if you're not shining a light in someone's face or yeah. blowing a like, what is that concerning uh, smog lifting through the air during the movie experience? Maybe uh, just hold it in your lungs so long that it doesn't do that. Right. If you're going to vape anyway, like I'm not saying you should do that, but if you're vaping anyway, fuck it. I I'll never forget. So at, at this at least I experienced this in theaters in New York back like what maybe in the 90s early 2000s when people wanted to smoke in theaters. I had friends who did this. They would make sure they have an empty cup, you know, with the lid and the straw. And what they would do is that they would like inhale their cigarette and blow into the cup. So it's like was the it least amount of smoke at that time, or no. like people were still doing it. No, it wasn't legal at all. But okay. they just, they just, they just, they just had to do it. They, you know. Yeah. yeah. And, and I'm okay. not talking. And it's not just weed. It's also cigarettes too. Like if they yeah, just yeah. wanted to smoke, Absolutely. smoke. So they would constantly keep blowing all the smoke into this cup. Now eventually, yeah. the smoke is going to come out of the cup. But at least the cup is like on the floor and it's like not like making this giant like, you know, puff of smoke or whatever the case is. Oh, you're talking about the old carcinogen Coca-Cola cocktail. Right. That's one yeah. of the best drinks <laughs> ever made. Trust me. What a delicacy. Yeah. But it's so funny, like what people would just think of doing just because yeah. they wanted to do something and all that. So it, it was it was really hilarious when that was the thing back then. Um, another thing I wanted to bring up is... And I have a feeling you and I were going to have an interesting conversation about this. And it's two things. Okay. One, people who just make messes in theaters, you know, and I know this is going to be tough because I mean, people are just slobs sometimes. Uh, but it's also people who make messes from the stuff that they bring in from the outside. Yes. Which is very problematic, I think. You know, I've warmed up to the point of people bringing stuff into theaters from the outside. I was always really super against that, but I get it. Why? Well, because I'm like, I don't know. I, I guess it's, it's more of me being like a snobbish, like a, a movie snob kind of thing. Oh, you were worried that AMC was going to lose on their. Yeah. It's, it's like the soda out of, because that that's how they make dollars for. Yeah. That's how they make the money and all that. And I kind of want to bring support. That's how they exploit the mass. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Yeah. You were, yeah. They, okay. I mean, look. Let's let's face it. If you broke down the the revenue of movie theaters, they don't make money from ticket sales at all. It's yeah. it's like very minuscule. They only they all make their money from snacks and everything. And I and yes, they do overcharge on purpose because that's the only way they're going to make money and all that. And but I also get it. That shit is expensive. And you know, if you have a giant family, you don't want to be spending over a hundred dollars on popcorn and candy and soda and all that. So I, I I warmed up to the fact that okay, you know, bring in your cans, bring in your 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 candy and all that stuff like that. I I I don't like people who bring in smelly shit, you know, like like you know like fried food or things that has a very very 
one feels pointed at me. Sensible now. thing. <laughs> and and I'll, I'll, wait, wait, I definitely. What other points do you have, Renee? What other things would you like? To I, I definitely want to hear hear your your side of it too. But at the end of it too, if you're gonna do that, clean up after yourself. Like, don't leave that shit there for everyone for the workers to clean up after you. Like, if you're gonna spill your popcorn that you bought from them because you're you just you're a slob that way or you you dropped it by accident oopsie on you or whatever the case is they they expect that but if i see aluminum foil stuff on the on the ground ziploc bags like in the seats cans of beer around like i saw a situation where i just saw nothing but cans of beer left after a showing you know and the poor guys have to clean up all that mess that's pretty rude I, I think that's a little bit too much. It also makes it less likely you'll get away with that because sometimes movie theaters right. institute policies about this. I it, My AMC growing up, they would kind of like cycle through rule changes where they go no mm-hmm. more outside food and drink, then they would allow it again. And then I don't know who's messing up to the point where they're changing the rule or what was going on there. To this day, since the Dark Knight shooting at a Regal Theater, yeah. if, this is just off memory, they check yeah. bags still. Yep. And so it's one of the reasons why I'm glad I'm near an AMC because I do sneak in candy. Yeah. I one time snuck in a large bag of popcorn, but that wasn't as good of popcorn because it was grocery store popcorn. Right. But um, <laughs> I, sorry, what I meant to say, I have a friend who sneaks in candy and also brings it their backpack with them with two giant jugs for water that they then go to the fountain drink thing and go like this and nope, no one ever cares. Uh, and then they now have, uh, you can have an, oh, and that friend may have also started using their Ant-Man souvenir cup they got. Um, <laughs> when the new Ant-Man came out, they were, this really shitty movie theater was giving away old Ant-Man cups from the previous, like, ooh, another chance to sell these finally. I paid an extra dollar for it. And now, so I'll go to the IC, no, sorry, my friend will go to the IC machine and then <laughs> undo the lid. It's like got a built-in plastic straw kind of thing. Fill it up with IC, go like this, go, yep, yep, no one's still looking. Pull out one jug, fill it up with soda. <laughs> pull out, you got the other jug, fill it up with other soda or water, whatever. Yeah. Anything goes. It's the Wild West AMC, baby. I love you guys and all of your policies. Hey, it's their uh, fault for um, leaving the machines out like that, like for everyone else to use, right? You're, yes, yeah, their fault. They're saving so much money and paying a workers the exact amount where they look the other way if they even notice right, it. Right, right. I think they want me to do it. I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure they set up a system to where I should be able to get away with this, and they're encouraging it. Regar- Sorry, my friend. I, I keep. I don't know why I'm really bad. No, with I, like, I I get it. it you're tired. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Third person, whatever. Yeah. So then you got the candy and the soda and the icy, and um, it's become a kind of a problem now where if you take a friend of the movies, they might be embarrassed by you. I'm also <laughs> what I'll say. Just to, I know I know we're gonna start pushing through these, but. Uh, with popcorn, I'm a very messy eater. I will do a giant handful of popcorn, put it up to my mouth, and by the end of the day, I'll sometimes my little breast pocket will have a little piece of popcorn sure. there and on the ground. Overall, I'm with you. If it's a popcorn spill, it's a little much like scoop it all up kind of thing. Yeah. But otherwise, yeah, get, take your stuff with you. It makes it makes it more difficult for the rest of us to get away with these really cool badass things we do uh, that my friends do when they go to the movies. If you're going to be the one leaving out so much that someone finally reports it to the boss, like, oh, gee, I can't look the other way on that. Right. Um, yeah. In general, clean up after yourself. In general, just be considerate of other human beings. Yeah. And I, it's a whole system now. My friend that I'm talking about, you got the can- box of candy, you got the wrapper, you got the popcorn, you've got the extra whatever. And you just like put it all in the popcorn tub, take it over and then throw it out in whichever bin it says to throw it in. It's really easy. It's not that hard. 
I mean, you, 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 I assume you do the same thing at home, right? So just carry the same policy you do at home to that place. Um, it, it's amazing how sometimes a, a, a showing will end. And I just see rows of just like a mess. baseball game. Yeah. Yep. It's like, yep. what happened? Like, like, like yeah. what, what, what were you guys doing during the movie? Like, were you just like, ah, you know, like it just like, 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 did you, do you know where your mouth was? You know, it's just like, like I get it. It's dark and all that, but um, what, what are your thoughts about the whole smelly food situation? I think it's good to bring smelly food. To theaters. <laughs> I think people like it when I bring a tuna sandwich to a theater and they don't complain and they don't say weird stuff about it. Cause it's a cool thing to do. And they like, cause it's good. It's tuna sandwich. What's the problem? I don't get it. But why would someone be mad about that? Can you please share your story about the pizza? Because, because I, I think, because it also like okay, if you're gonna, if you're gonna bring outside food, also don't make it so that, to the point where you're, you're like a nuisance to somebody or people around no, you, you should about it. Pack it in tin foil. Oh, you should. It should be the okay. loudest food and drink as possible. Okay. And it should be so big that it's kind of like hitting other people as you <laughs> eat it. So basically, this one actually isn't me. It was a friend, and I was so grateful he did this because I got to give him shit about it, and still to this day we'll bring it up. We go because this is one of my. I'll just throw it in here. One of my mm. rules is like, just be mind, read the room. If you're in a horror movie and people are yelling, don't be mad at them for making noise during the movie. If it's a comedy and people are kind of like, lat, whatever. If you're going to tar and you're going to be 10 minutes late and have people on both sides of you and you're you haven't eaten, so you do need a snack. I literally keep a cliff bar in my backpack for those days because I'm like, cool, I'm just going to boom. Now I've got some nutrients. In this case, the person said, well, I really want pizza. And they gave him two slices of pizza, but they put it in the biggest pizza box because they were out of the little pizza boxes. And then this person also had a Corona uh, beer can. <laughs> you know the noises those make when they open. And a soda. And also, he was in such a rush. All of these things had been shaken up in certain ways. So there's just, I'm not going to do the full story, but imagine you go to a movie like Tar at a theater like Lincoln Square, hypothetically. Mm -hmm. And it's just like a crowd that's going to be a little more up their ass. Yeah. And you, in trying to lift the giant pizza box and fold it so you now have a dinner table in front of you at the movie theater, you're realizing there's certain problems. Like, I will have to hit someone next to me or hold this at such an angle that the pizza, okay, we have to go with that one. And then they kind of fold it over going, sorry, sorry. <laughs> they were late to the movie so this whole time if you've seen tar it's just a talking sequence yeah of an interview with no music no sound of interruption let's just throw in another rule here if you're opening the candy wait till there's a loud sound if it's a real indie drama it might be impossible do it quickly but for the most part any usual movie even i was where was i the other day i was in, during oppenheimer there'll be a moment where the score is loud enough you can just make some noise for a second yeah. bother people the, the, the farting in the club, right? You can always yeah. fart in the nightclub when the bass is booming, and you can always open up the candy when the score is booming yeah. or action sequence, whatever. Well, just wait a second. Just be mindful of that. Yeah. In this case, there was no opportunity. And I kept checking his face and kind of laughing. And I was like, when when are you going to eat that? He's so <laughs> hungry. He's just looking like, I got to try. Does the pizza and there's foil? I'm not kidding. They put the pizza on foil, so it's right. Oh my god, what pizza a nightmare! Bite it's the cheese is melting and drooping. Mm. And the problem is, it's still a giant pizza, so the person next to them can see the whole thing. And now it's become the subplot of Tar is Pizzagate 2022. 
and then the corona and it doesn't explode thank goodness but it's just yep mm-hmm. <laughs> trying to suck it out of the top before it spills and then the coca-cola same situation for about 20 minutes i had the time of my life <laughs> i can multitask with my brain and be aware of this and also focus on the movie but i know this dude feels like shit and he should it was the worst thing i've ever seen someone do that i've been with in a movie theater unbelievable i'll throw in this is my biggest pet peeve since i know we're trying to push through now let's throw in this one while we're talking about food yeah popcorn okay it's i've done this before i've talked about it before People don't know that when they eat popcorn, they often do it with their mouth open. They're in a relaxed posture, leaning back, and they're going, and it's the same volume to them as if they do it with their mouth closed. So a lot of people don't know they do this. That's the only way I can it. Because it's such a big pet peeve of mine. I always know when someone does it, and it's about one, like every other movie I go to, there's someone near me doing this. And all I do is I sit there just going, I don't know why it's a pet peeve of mine. I've talked to some people, there are some people have never noticed. They go, what? That's a thing? There is going to be some people in your movie theater who don't want to hear. And for some reason, popcorn is like potato chips. It's the loudest food in the world. People know to not do it with potato chips. People don't know. To, because popcorn, you're not like eating outside of movie theaters for the most part. You're not doing it at the dinner table. No one ever corrected you. You're not doing it on a date. And someone goes, hey, just close your mouth when you eat. So people are just kind of like, this is like a different food. It's a wild wet. Like just you get to get away with it. When you eat popcorn, you will be ruining my movie unless it's simple chewing with your mouth closed it's the thing that right. we just generally in society ask people to do mm. no one's looking at you maybe that's part of it people are just like not caring about that aspect but it's not about that it's that you open your mouth put the popcorn in close your lips and then now you can chew yeah. i should try to explain it to someone they're like that's impossible how can you chew with your but like we all do it but literally with popcorn they're like no you can't chew hold on how would i and try and do it but like you literally just Close your mouth and you're, it's the same as if you're imagining you're on a dinner date and you don't want the person to see you chomping food in front of them. Yeah. If that's your problem, you have bigger problems. That's a whole other problem. Yeah. If that's a problem, because it is. And I didn't, I, I'll put myself under the bus. I didn't know that yawning with your mouth open was a problem. No one had ever told me that. That wasn't a thing in my family. Met someone where culturally for them, it was a thing. They corrected me. Now I notice it and I see when people do it. It's a weird thing to do. Opening your mouth fully and then just like screaming out into the void silently and people inside of your mouth not good apparently i learned this in my 20s and was very embarrassed if you're just chewing all the time with your mouth open just maybe just check on how to if if people don't like that because they don't if they're looking at you in this case no one's looking at you but i can hear it and it will ruin the movie for me until you stop and all i do is i check i see how big of the popcorn is i go well this can only last up to an hour sometimes mm. or or the best the person puts it down and go thank god it's over and then 30 minutes later they're like oh yeah popcorn it's so loud please don't do that that's that's yeah. my biggest one that's what i'm most passionate about while we're talking about food i'm gonna throw that in there yeah now that that totally makes sense and it's not just popcorn too it's like the nachos it's like anything that's crunchy that makes noise i mean if candy. your mouth yeah candy if your mouth yeah if you're not eating with your mouth closed people hear that stuff you know and slurping it a very, soda Right. It's going to happen a tiny bit. If you know it's near the end, just check. Do it slow, but it's going to go. But then don't ever drink that soda yeah. again until it's melted and you've shoved the straw all the way down because yeah. it's going to make a burping sound. Yeah. It, it's, yeah, oh. it's, it's, it's. We nuts. just chose the loudest things for movie theaters for some reason. It's I don't true. Know why. It is true. But it is as true. As a society, we're like, yeah, what's the loudest snacks and drinks possible? Right. Yeah, let's get those. Yeah. Yeah. You don't, you don't really see theaters like selling cookies or, or cake or soup. 
right? <laughs> it's like things that don't mix. But soup, you'll hear people like, probably like slurping yeah, that. Yeah. What are you talking right, about? But yeah. I know what you're what right, trying yeah. to say. Um, so I have two more on my list. And the, uh, these are these are like really interesting things here to talk about. One is, and this could be controversial. I don't know. I don't understand why people bring little kids to movie theaters when one they can't handle it sometimes, or two they're so young and they're bringing them to like an R-rated movie. Where you can't afford the babysitter, then maybe don't spend the money on maybe, yeah, maybe just wait be there and like just save that money for that week. I don't know, yeah, maybe I, wait. I, I assume there's sometimes where it's like out of their control in some way, but you don't have to go to the movies usually. No, like, I don't um, know what the deal is there, yeah, I like kids, so maybe I, I'm missing something, but don't the kids, it's not good. It's not good. Here, here's what I'll say I have a lot of friends who have kids, guess what. For like for like three or four years, they're not going to movies. You know, they're yeah. just they're just watching stuff at home. You know, that's just that's a sacrifice they understood they have to make. Other people, I guess they just don't have that same mentality. But if you're gonna bring a kid to a movie, why does it have to be like the loudest or scariest thing ever? You know, like I'll never forget. The animated I, movie, it's a kid zone. I don't go to those if it's a I'm like if I'm seeing Toy Story 4, I'm waiting until the eleven PM. That's different. Zone. Yeah that's, kids. yeah, that's yeah, that's very different. Summer weekday, and you're yeah. going to an animated movie. That's on you. There's going to be it's going to be fucking daycare there. Sometimes that's very different. Wild. Alamo, they have this thing where it's like kids showings where you're allowed just to bring kids, and they're allowed to like roam around and all that stuff like that. But you're there for that purpose, right? Like people who they parents are there, families are there. They understand that. I hope Oppenheimer was so sold out someone went to that screening of Oppenheimer. <laughs> well, I don't think they would have done that for Oppenheimer. I mean, I'm talking about like, you know, if they're going to watch like maybe Across the Spider-Verse or something like that. Gotcha. But Mark, love that. Thank you, Alamo. You know, like, why am I going to watch, I don't know, The Exorcist, which did happen. This was like an anniversary showing of The Exorcist. And I just see a lady coming in with her two-year-old in her in their arms. And I'm like, what made you think this was like a perfect time to bring your two-year-old to the movies when, you know, watching The Exorcist out of all things? And of course, what happens after the first 15 minutes? Wah! Wah! And, and, you know, then you have to do that walk of shame, walking down the aisles, you know, like trying to bring your baby outside. Like holding a time bomb because even right, yeah. everyone's like, that baby's going to cry again. This is The Exorcist. Yeah. I will say... I don't care what, like, monitor your own children's content however you want. If it's an R-rated movie or whatever, like, horror movie, etc. But generally speaking, as an adult with no children, there's certain movies I'm not expecting children to be at. If you, I just think it's, it's this is just, this is a thing in, like, kids in restaurants, airplanes, mm-hmm. etc. Generally speaking, you're going to be, like, responsible. You're, like, the, the voucher, like, the I co-signed this kid in their behavior. Right, right. And if they're yelling, now you're leaving the movie, and why did you want to do that? Why'd you come to the movie if you were going right. to see the movie? I don't know. Um, if they're running up and down the aisle type stuff. My favorite is, the. I saw it recently. It didn't seem like it was the parent. It was like the baseball coach or something. He was checked out by that. Point. Like he'd been <laughs> dealing with this. He's tired. And the kids are just like, I don't remember what movie it was. Imagine like a movie in this, like in the vein, of like a Transformers or sure. Detective Pikachu. I'm like, yeah, of course. There's going to yeah. be some like teenage kids here. They're just full wild town running up and down, but like 
they had the decency. They're not doing it for no reason. But every time they wanted to go to the bathroom, go, 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 go. Yep. Full speed, jumping every step they could. Yep. It was actually kind of comical. And I was like, this is what I get for coming to this movie. Yeah. But at some point, the dude was just like, I'm not going to corral these 12-year-old boys and monitor their energy levels during this movie. Right. Fuck it. And at some point, I just like like was able to laugh it off because it was so... And I remember being that kid. My parents took me, uh, the birthday party was, for 10 years old, was Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Another one was the oh, first wow. Pokemon movie. I'm sure we were doing that. I'm sure. not putting it on the kid. But for the most part, unless it's a movie where you're expecting that, you're kind of vouching for the kid and saying, I promise this asshole isn't going to make any noise while while this movie is happening. And yeah. I also, the fact that you're spending so much money and then your movie experience might be ruined. That's the part I don't really get. I, I don't, un- yeah, I don't. Going on, maybe. I don't understand that. I really don't yeah. like that. That whole mentality baffles my mind. It, like, I just don't understand the reasoning behind it. Cause yeah, I remember I saw the first Sonic movie, you know, and I was, I was n- not the first one, the second one, sorry, the second Sonic movie and maybe 10 minutes left in the movie kids, they had enough. Right. So they're, they're like, they're like jumping from aisle to aisle and they're, they're entertaining themselves now with occasionally looking at the screen. performance is right. derivative. They were yelling things like that. Right. Yeah. They were like, all right, this is a little bit nonsensical at this point. And you know, they're, it's suffering from another third act issue here. Like, so I can't. The first Sonic movie was uh, self-aware of its irony. This one is not. Right. It's lacking the human interaction that I saw in the last one. So I am now fully checked out and I, want to run um but again you're going to showing like that you're going to expect that to happen so i'm like all right it's fine you know whatever the case but anytime i go to an r-rated movie i'm not expecting that so when i see that happening i'm like why 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 now like what what made you feel like you are so desperate to go to a movie or you had to see this movie right now that I'm guessing they don't care about the movie. Like, you know, like people will like movie hop. You uh-huh. think back in the old days before. Oh, yeah. Agency. That still happens, I think. But in it's summer and you got yeah. the kid and whatever, you're killing time, you want to be in the AC. You're yeah. just kind of treating it like an AC skip. Like, sure. that's kind of something like that where they're like, I'm not here for the movie. I'm here right. to sit and I'll be, it's like watching TV at home kind of concept. Yeah. Something like that's the only thing I can think of. So, if you if this is you, you're probably not watching this because you don't really care about movies that much. But you, everyone watching this is going to relate. When we go to a movie, we yeah. usually want to watch the movie, right? And then there's some people there who don't want to watch the movie. The person about earlier who was texting at Alamo Draft House, oh, yeah, playing, yeah, well, doing her whatever thing is, yeah, yeah. Um, do you have anything else uh, before I jump into one this? One. Okay, yeah. w- what do you this got? Is, it's a little hard to explain, but it's not long. It's it's simple. It's okay. Just, don't talk about the movie you just saw while you're in the theater. Okay, and this, fact, this the is going to go, yeah. Yeah, this is okay. going to go into what I want to say. So go ahead, yeah. The rule I try to employ in New York City, it's like a Broadway rule. It's like the subway rule. So it's when you leave Broadway within a couple few, uh, a Broadway musical, within a couple few blocks, everyone's walking and then they'll be getting to a cab, a subway, whatever. So it's essentially like within the first or second big intersection, that's when you will no longer be with people who were at the theater with you. I try to employ that concept at the movie theater. So this doesn't just include the theater itself, the escalator out, the stairs, whatever. And then right outside the theater, you have two possible issues. One, you might be spoiling the movie for someone else. Two, you're essentially... I, I There's some people who don't care about this. I know some people who really care, and I'm one of them. Like, it's I think it's more common. And most people say, I want to talk about this movie with my friend 
we're going to talk about it. You don't know what the other person's experience was. Right. So there's been times where I'm literally crying at the end of a movie and the person behind me goes, that was fucking stupid. That was boring. Why would they, that was, I didn't get it. And then I'm just like, you're essentially like, it's, it's like a psychologically violent action where mm. you're literally like putting yourself inside of someone's brain. Don't do that. This person may have been affected by it or the opposite. And I've kind of seen people like get in arguments afterward in a movie where people have like, and especially if it's some fan mood, like Star Wars kind of thing. Like some people sure. might like, like it might be an actual problem. How dare you say that that was not as, like whatever. And some people loved it. Some people hate it, whatever. Keep it to yourself because you can actually like fuck with someone else's experience and their night. And especially yeah. like you don't know it because they're sitting facing the other way. They might be weeping, having been moved. That might be for some other reason you don't even know about one of the most important movies to them. They finally saw themselves represented on screen or whatever. Don't be a dickhead and be like, oh, yeah, that that the original Little Mermaid was better. So I'm like, you're an asshole. Right, right, right. And, yeah. and a lot of times I've noticed people are talking to their friend. They don't realize that their opinion is actually being broadcast out to everyone else, yeah. especially at an echoey ass movie theater, the hallways of it. When I went to the final, final Star Wars movie, I literally had headphones playing Darth Vader's theme song on repeat and full blast. because I was terrified. I saw a later mm. showing, couldn't see the earlier one. Terrified some kid was going to walk by and tell me blank. Right. Pretend it's the spoiler I'm saying right now. Especially opening weekend, big movie. Don't ever talk about the movie out in the open area at all. Yeah. The other uh, rule I'm going to throw onto this while, while we're, this is the last one I'm putting them together. It, talking during the movie, I, some people call it like there's a 12 inch rule, an 18 inch rule, whatever. You're essentially, it is okay to talk during a movie, but you have to do it at such a volume that the people around you can't hear it and it's not disruptive. And if it's important, urgent, like, hey, the doctor just called, we need to rush the hospital, whatever. You can say all of these things if you need to. Talk about, explain the thing. Oh, you do, that's Han Solo. He was in the original Star Wars. Like, whatever. But do it at the volume that you and your person you're with agree upon. And don't do it at a volume where other people can hear you. It's possible, and people don't know about whispering. People think whispering's just there's loud whispers. Like it's just imagine there's this little bubble of silence around you. I think the same applies after the movie. You can talk about the movie in the theater with your friend as much as you want. Just don't do it in a way where it's interrupting the other experience that other people just had. So that's the uh, I've got a couple t uh, tips to add on to the end of this, but that's the end of my peeves list. Um, a great example I'll bring up about having a conversation once a movie ends is my everything everywhere all at once story mm. where once the movie ended credits were rolling and all that the guy next to me looked at me and said i'm sorry to bother you but i need someone to talk to about this movie i mean wasn't this movie fantastic or, or i forget exactly what he said verbatim and all that but I said, you're not bothering at all. This movie was fantastic. I mean, let's talk about it. And then we had a small conversation about it. But he oh. approached it so nicely and all that. Yeah. You know, like, like that. permission, essentially, like, right. to share this space that we were just exactly. in together. Yeah. This is weird. You're having intimate experiences with strangers. And, and there's times after a movie. What I did after Everything Everywhere is I brought googly eyes with me after I'd seen it one time. And I, like, gave them out to strangers at the yeah. end. Like, in a little, like, especially if I saw they enjoyed it or affected it. I was just like. Here you go. Just a little reminder about the yeah. message of the movie. Um, I love that you had that after everything. Every yeah, it, it, good it, times after Matrix. The I rewatched the, They re-released the original Matrix mm -hmm. uh, for one night at an IMAX, whatever. And afterwards, someone just yells out like, 
Guys, I haven't seen that in a while. Can we just have a quick conversation? Anyone who wants to talk about that movie, come over here. Oh, that's and awesome. I've been like had his mind blown again. That's yeah, it was funny. Cool. That's like that's like, a, little, a, like a little symposium at like midnight at AMC. Yeah. That's like a like a Comic Con moment kind of thing. Like like I feel like that's something you would find like at a Comic Con where it's like, hey, we just saw this thing. Let's all talk about it. Let's all gather in a group and all that. Uh, which which is really sweet. I had another moment where uh, in the the theater wasn't full at all. It was the Moon Age Daydream, the the Bowie documentary. Yeah. Um, yeah. And at the end of it, um, lady, kind of older lady, was just walking down, and she passed by me, and she just you know, kind of tapped me quickly on the shoulder. She's like, "Wasn't that fantastic?" And I said, "It absolutely was." You know, like that was such an experience. And she just wanted to say Aww. that. She just wanted to share that moment with somebody, which was actually very awesome. sweet. But let's talk about talking in movies. Because it, it is, it's a, it's something it's that cool. is, yeah, it's, oh, I, you know how much Mystery I Science love Theater. it. Yeah. People love it when they hear your commentary. You, you know how much I love it because I always love to bring up the Little Mermaid and the two slobs sitting right in the, the aisle next to me. And the whole time, I think they were thinking that they were at in Mystery Science Theater 3000 because they commented on everything. It's it's I don't know what to say about it. It's just one of those things where I think it's getting worse because I think people yeah, are so used to before you see little well, mermaid. Number one, that five. that does help. I I, I co-sign that. That that would help for sure. But I think number two is that people are so used to watching things at home and having full-on conversations while watching things at home that they yeah. think that's okay to do outside when you're in a theater. It's it's not because you're not at home. And not everyone watches things the same way you do, where they have to constantly commentate on everything that's going on on the screen. The commentating is the thing that's getting worse. And I I don't know why that is. Uh, No, I do know why that is. It makes sense to me. The reason you just said about people getting comfortable at home. Um, The other thing I'll say is, it's ruining the experience of the person commentating. That's obvious because of like the volume there. But here's an experience I had in high school. Mm-hmm. We were trying to watch Gangs of New York, the Martin Scorsese classic. Yeah. We were a little too young to understand art house cinema and Martin Scorsese and his impact. It was probably a lot of our first Martin Scorsese movie. We did the mystery science theater thing, which a lot of people do, especially when you're younger, you're watching a movie, you're going like, oh, that's so stupid. You're like kind of like improvising with it, right? And it's a fun joke to do as if the movie's really bad. But at some point, my friend was like, no, I think I'm actually enjoying this. Can you guys please stop? And what I noticed was once I started taking the movie seriously, mm-hmm. it was like maybe freshman in high school. Something, once I started taking the movie seriously, I was like, oh, this is actually really good. And especially if you're like shitting on it or just like kind of doing that, yeah. like adding your little jokes to it. Mm-hmm. It can be funny. And usually at some point people are like, OK, it's not actually funny anymore. Yeah. Uh, and you're just like playing a game or you're like, it's an improv game or something. But oftentimes... When you, I, I, all I know is that when you do that, it is actually a shitty movie, and your brain is like tricking itself, like it's looking for silly things happening on screen. Yeah, the best movies of all time all have that. You could kind of make fun of any of them, um, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's actually a shitty movie. It might not actually be a good movie, but if you do that, it will be a shitty movie. Um, yeah, try to try to open up and enjoy the movie when you're doing that and hanging out with your friends at home, even. But at the theater, especially if you're sitting next to Renee, that's the only exception. Make sure to do it. Please do and it. And your star is every... experience. 
that anecdote. Oh my God. Legendary. Yeah. And again, for those of you, of you who may not know, again, this is another iconic moment where I was sitting next to two of the biggest Lady Gaga fans I probably will never meet. And every time, every time Lady Gaga was on screen, they had to take out their phones and take pictures of her and sing along to every song that she sang. That's so cool. It That's was awesome. just, I felt like I was on Broadway. Boy, baby. It, yeah. it was like the best experience I have ever had. It, it made Don't me. Don't sorry about people singing along to musicals. Oh. That was a new musical and they must have heard it. I'm going to just throw <laughs> that one in here since you're bringing up Star is Born. I was at Broadway recently and someone tried to sing along every time a song yeah. came up in Hamilton. I just kept looking back and they eventually they stopped. Yeah. I was like, no. Yeah, you're not. On we, the didn't stage pay, we didn't pay. We didn't pay for you. <laughs> they actually have sing-alongs for a lot of. Musicals they do. Now. No, that's like true. Alamo. It's yeah, beautiful. Go to that one. Yeah, I don't care how many times you've seen it. If it's your favorite movie, but I also like to sing along to music when I'm at home. Not everyone knows that about me. Yeah. I kind of keep it to myself. But I'm a full-on singing along as if I'm the star of the show. When you're at the theater, you're not the star of the show. Unfortunately, you're not. No, and I will keep doing this until you fucking stop or eventually like it's just so and it's there have been times it is a beautiful singer and they are literally the quality of the person singing on screen or on stage and i just still like nonetheless i wasn't asking for harmony at any point no yeah it's it's again it 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 totally ruined my experience of a star is born where like to this day (laughs) i don't think it's a great movie for all I one know, it it, it is probably like a fantastic movie, but because one of, of that ever. one experience I had, it's just. Yeah. And again, I owe it to myself to rewatch it now after all these years. And now you I still can't have find, it. No, no, I've I seen refuse it about to. Ten times, all yeah, time favorite. No, I refuse to. Yeah, um, but I'm gonna do it. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna sit myself down and, and do it eventually. Um, but talking in the movie, look, I I when I was younger, me and my friends, we did it. You know, especially when the movie was terrible, like you said. I'll never forget, we went to opening night of Anaconda. And that movie was just laughable from beginning to end for us. And we just kept joking about it and making jokes to the point where we didn't even realize we cleared out the front row in front of us where people just got up and left and went to like other seats that we had no idea that that's what we did. And like when they when they did the re-release of the Star Wars movies, like again, these are movies people have seen already. So like we're like doing a little jokes and talking about it here and there. But we we now that I'm older, I can I can say yeah, we were pretty obnoxious about that stuff. So uh, again, be mindful. Of it. But when you have adults doing it, but yeah. they're doing it not to be obnoxious. They're just doing it because they just they're unaware. That's a whole different story. And you can tell. You can tell they're just like totally unaware. Like those two guys, the two slobs. I can I can tell like these they're used to being at home, you know, talking along with the movie, joking about it, commenting. Maybe they do a podcast like we do, and this is what they do. But you're not at home again. And I didn't see any recording equipment, at least from what I know. But it, it felt like I was watching their podcast because that's how much they were commenting uh, while watching The Little Mermaid. It was just really, really ridiculous. Another thing Even that they were auditioning for movie, movie time guys to like, <laughs> like they knew it was you, and they're like, "Oh shit, we right. really impress them with our commentary." Right. Or, or they they're they're trying to practice because they wanted to join uh, Maria Menounos while she's doing that little thing right. that she does, right. and then she's like, "Oh, and here is blah blah blah." Hey, everybody, blah, blah, blah. um, 
another thing that you and I, we talked about before is people who have to repeat things that happen in movies. Yeah. You know, like, like, and you see this in comedies all the time, right? Where something funny happens, like, <laughs> oh, she used a bottle on that one. You know, it's like, yeah, we all saw that, buddy. Like, like, you don't have, I don't need a play by play. The natural thing people, like humans do that for some reason. <laughs> but it, it can really annoy the people next to you, especially if you do yeah. it the whole time. Like, yeah. I've been there. It sucks. It's kind of like singing along to the musical, essentially. Right. It's it's like you don't you don't like I remember uh oh this is funny this this goes back to again the flash screening there was a lady that was sitting like three rows in front of me and she was that person she kept commenting on little things here and there like there was a moment where uh Barry was getting the beer and it happened to be Stella right and she's like oh he's drinking Stella Oh my I'm like, yeah, yeah, we see that. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Amazing. I'm like, what? Why? Why? What compels you to have to call that out? You know, and all that. But she was doing that to all these random things. You know, and it's a lot of people they do that. You know, and it's just so bizarre. Like, what theater was that? Do you remember that you saw Flash? It it was a, a theater in in Brooklyn, like in Williamsburg. Okay. Yeah, I had I had a, a movie, and it was essentially the same level of just like the most meaningless detail. And someone did mm-hmm. that for an entire movie. Like, oh, that's a red shirt. I'm not kidding. It was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, there's something wrong. I was just like, I don't think I'm going to report this because they're not like there's something going on with yeah. them. But like, it was it was and everything. It was mm-hmm. talking to the screen. And the weird part to me was they were on a date. I was like, oh, oh I understand the dynamic here. But I'm just about to have a really bad experience because I'm not going to report this one in and just yeah, yeah, yeah. the entire movie. Oh, look, he's back. Like, doing that. <laughs> I'm not kidding. The whole time. Including the big moments of the movie. Oh, my um, God. Yeah. I knew he wasn't dead. You know? <laughs> yeah. Even little stuff. And he's driving a blue car. Huh. I love it. Oh, man. So there's this okay. other... There's this other... Yeah way of talking in, in movies that a lot of people do and it happens a lot in scary movies where in a scary movie or a horror movie two people will talk to each other to kind of maybe dampen the scariness of a movie because they're already distracting themselves yeah so this happened when i was watching the first it movie like i was watching the first it movie with a, a, a like a friend of ours and the couple next to us kept talking all throughout the entire movie like they were just kept talking and talking and talking and our friend was like oh they're doing this because they're really scared yeah and they're trying to distract themselves but no one was saying anything to them i think at one point somebody did walk out of the theater yeah right yeah i think someone said something and they just looked at us and they just continue to do whatever they were doing. Yeah, it's just like, okay, there's no stopping them at this point. They're just not going to be conscious about that stuff anymore. And they're just going to say, if you want to have a good date and get to know someone and converse and communicate mm-hmm. with them, see what you have in common, what you're go sure. to the horror movie and have yeah. that first date there. That makes sense. Yeah, no, it's, it's it makes perfect sense. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, I could go on and on about this, this yeah. whole topic because I think. That is the number one problem I have at movies is people who, who talk. And my whole thing is like, 
when the when the trailers are playing, you could still talk as much as you want. Because again, those are just trailers. Even yeah. though I love okay. trailers, I respect the trailers. Yeah. I'm there for them. The minute the movie starts, you better shut your fucking mouth. You know, like that's it. Like it's it's a no no talking zone at that point. Now, unless like in in situations you brought up before, if you're trying to explain someone who doesn't speak the language or they're trying to understand something, then do it in a whisper. You can talk you know, the yeah. whole movie as long as you're not ruining the movie for everyone right. else. I will say there's some other exceptions. Like um, at one point, I'm at a live comedy, a movie that's like a, or not live, but like it's a comedy stand-up special at a movie mm-hmm. theater. There's They have like all different types of movies, Rocky Horror Picture Show, sing-alongs. If you're at a horror movie, you're going to hear someone yell, oh my God, at some point, And that's Those fine. are reactions. Yeah. You're gonna, and you're going to have like a little like, oh, hell yeah. Like thing, sometimes it's actually... Yeah enhances the experience for everyone else it's like you know you're doing like a little call and response and you're reacting to it and everyone else is feeling that anyway if you're doing it in such a way that it is outside of the scope of the movie experience then that's when it's kind of it's a distraction and it it can really ruin at least renee's night Uh, it's a little worse (laughs) than that than mine right yeah i mean when it's a reaction that's like a natural thing like like that that's perfectly fine a great example of that is like when i watched infinity war and, you know, like during the blipping moment where everyone's blipping and all that, Black Panther was blipping and someone way in the back was just like, oh, hell no. And <laughs> everyone got a good chuckle out of that because, yeah, that was I pretty surprising. Nope. Someone yelled nope without ah, like it wasn't. But that's funny. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. Again, those are reactions, you know, but then when you're commenting, like that's a whole different situation. And that's. Just don't do it. Save that for home. Or oh, if no, you do it, but like so quietly that you're only ruining your friend's night or your date, and then they'll never go on a date with you again. And that's fine. how you get through these problems. Well, there you go. Or yeah, you... that's fine. Yeah. Or if you know you're going to do it, why don't you book a seat either all the way in the back or all the way in the or front? Right next to Renee. Or right next to me. Yeah. Totally by themselves. That's right. You and Renee give him that commentary. This dude loves movie commentary. He's got a whole channel for it. That's it. Life because... dedicated to this work. It will become a story, and I will talk about it for sure. Yeah, and leave me your name and all that stuff so I could call you out and all that. Um, what what are what are some of the, the the tips and and things that you wanted to go over real quick? I'm gonna blast through these. Go for One, it. One, if you're trying to figure out what time to get to the movie, if it's a big blockbuster, I always give myself 22 or 24 minutes for trailers and Nicole Kidman and everything like that. Usually 10, 22 minutes, and you got Nicole Kidman, a Dolby logo, whatever. Heads up on that. For an indie movie at an indie theater, I usually assume about 15 minutes for trailers. These keep getting longer over time. These numbers, like I've literally been tracking this and I just have like rules of thumb in my head. I'm like, okay, I got to get here by this time. Two, be as ridiculous as you want during Nicole Kidman's thing. During Barbie, I had a group of people near me chanting every word she said as she said it and people loved it. Nice. And then near the end, people were like, saying a lot it was amazing nice clap applaud i a friend and i we like record it because especially if it's one of the ones where it's just like over the top yeah it's great go ahead nice. and see it's great do Love that it. as much as possible and then the movie's about to start so just don't do now that shut up yeah as renee says it yes yeah <laughs> two i already talked about how my special friend uh who looks a lot like me gets free drinks at movie theaters <laughs> You can bring in jugs. You can bring in, I'm pretty sure, one of the giant football game Gatorade <laughs> things and just fill it up and no one's going to look. Like a mini cooler. You're bringing like a, like a, like a mini cooler. Who works at the, the chain theater. Yeah, I, you're, you'll be fine. 
Um, you can bring in the $1 soda from the bodega instead of the $9 soda of equal size at the movie theater. Last one I'll throw out there, just in case somebody doesn't know about it. Run P is an app that tells you the best time to go to the bathroom during a movie. Yeah. It made Oppenheimer so much better. I won't say yeah, what it yeah, said. Yeah. And it gives you non-spoiler details, such as they will say this at this time. And you just know, and they'll tell you how long you have. And it was opening mm. night of Oppenheimer with the only movie that only been out a couple hours. Um, it told me exactly what time and what words would be said and how long I would have. And I made it back. And on my second rewatch, I made sure to not miss that part. I didn't miss anything. It was great. So at least it'll tell you the, and sometimes it'll give you like some details of what you'll miss yeah. without spoiling it. And other times we'll have it where it'll even tell you what you miss for when you're on your way back. But anyway, that's awesome great app for that yeah. reason. Yeah. That that's one app. I wish more people knew about, you know, Emma, I'm surprised that a lot more people know about that. Like, I feel like that's one of those uh, things that it's like them and letterbox, like those things should go hand in hand for some reason, because I feel like, like the cinephile, the people who are diehard in the movies, they would love to know that information, you know, because, yeah, going to the bathroom is always tricky. You know, choosing the right moment to run out to the bathroom or what or get your refill or whatever the case is, you know. The other one I want is when I'm if I or a friend are late to a movie or we're going to the bathroom, we come back and we want we have you. You go, hey, what did I miss? And sure. You're doing it in that quiet, muffled, whatever. Yeah. And you kind of tell them, like, okay, they broke up, but then she saw her ex or whatever. They need to have a that same app needs to have the what happens in the first blank amount of time during the movie. Sometimes I'm literally, like, three minutes late to a movie, and I'm reading the Wikipedia article trying to see if it has a plot mm. summary or whatever. Mm -hmm. Also, content and trigger warnings should be available in such a place. Like, AMC just needs to buy this and make it theirs and, I don't know, something like that. Um, yeah. And then if you... Ideally, you'd have a situation where you could say, I missed this eight minutes in the middle of the movie because I got sick and had to run to the bathroom. Um, or you were stuck in traffic like I was for yeah. Oppenheimer. <laughs> poor, poor boy. The first minutes are the best. I, I know. Yeah, I hope you see him someday. Yeah, no, I am. I am for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, another thing yes. I will uh, like, what, yeah. what, yeah, one thing I'll say is that the one item that they will never tell you you can't bring. Are water bottles especially nowadays like everyone has a water bottle now vodka season baby Dude, that's where you're going with this you could put whatever you want in this thing whether it's like a concoction you know god forbid water uh or nothing at all because if you do have those amcs that have those machines out and about hello now you have your container if you don't want to bring a giant gatorade thing like like your friend does um then your water bottle it's like the perfect thing to do and perfect thing to use and i've never seen anyone being told you can't bring a water bottle in with you because i feel like that would be a kind of discriminatory you medically require water right. and yeah. it's true we all yeah. do yeah. yeah i mean hydrate it's very important it's something that everyone should do more of so so there you go I love the fact that we talked two hours about movie theater etiquette. Like it's passionately. It's it's yeah. I love that we were able to have a conversation like this. I thought this would be like a twenty minute or so did I. I. Like, yeah, there's what how much will there be? Yeah. We got anecdotes for these two and some of yours are my favorite. Movie uh, and, and, and like I said, I, I have so many more so I can talk about. Yeah, you know, again, we'll we'll save that for like another time and all that. But I we would I would love to know what other anecdotes or experiences some of you have had because I'm sure you had your own share. So 
Let us know what you think about this etiquette lesson or etiquette rundown of the movie theater going experience. And if you could relate to any of the things that we highlighted for you here, would love to hear your stories and thoughts. Or if there's something that we've missed, please share with us all in the comments and let us know where some of the things that we should be mindful of the next time we go watch a movie at the movie theater. And before we do that ourselves, and we close out this episode of this week's Movie Time, Blake, where can people find you? On the interwebs! Go to the Letterboxd app, look up Last Name Wolf, all one word, and you'll see where I gave all three movies I saw in the last week, Barbie, Oppenheimer, and Theater Camp, five stars. Very nice. And I I noticed you've upgraded your, your rating for Oppenheimer, too because of your more recent experience. And again, something we, um, so Blake and I are considering that the minute Oppenheimer is available on digital, we are going to sit down and do a complete rundown of that movie because it deserves it. It really, really deserves it. I see people have done it already, um, yeah. you know, based off what they saw in the theaters, but it'll be nice if we had visual representations along with what we want to we'll pin up, pin up talk about and all that so uh, i think that would be a fun project for you and i to do oh yeah i change i take back a lot of my complaints about oppenheimer i still have one of them but for the Mm -hmm. most part i now get it what he was doing cinematically editing wise blew my mind nice Uh, i i I, i'm not gonna get into any of them now i could just talk about it for so long but yeah i'm very excited to do that with you yeah no that'll be a lot of fun and something Ah, you know, I wish I, I wish we were closer to one. One thing I always had in mind that we could do is that it'll be nice if we could go to a drive-in and just do like yeah. a commentary from watching a movie at a drive-in. Um, but I think the closest drive-in from here is like an hour and a half drive away. So that's not something that's like so easily doable. But again, something to think about. Sets, but I got one for you, bud. Okay. All right. We'll talk yeah. about it. Uh, we'll talk about it later on. Um, but as for me... Obviously, Letterboxd, I'm there too, the Loki geek. But I'm also on X, as we're calling it now. X is going to give it to you. Uh, I, I can't, I'm not allowed to say the previous name anymore. Threads, Instagrams, but most importantly, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, your podcast platform of your choice. Obviously, we would love it if you would follow us, subscribe. Hit that like button. Do all that nice stuff. Show your support. Show your love. Check out the description to see how else you could help support this channel. Check out popcotour.shop, the merchandise store that you could find merchandise of not only the channel, but of pop culture stuff in general. Great way to show your support and all that. And check out the affiliates we have there. Uh, Mint Mobile. That's right. I am now uh, an affiliate partner with Mint Mobile. So if you're looking for a nice change of pace and you love those ryan reynolds commercials definitely sign up for mint mobile i am a converter and i can say i love it so check out mint mobile you can get your first three months for only 15 dollars a month for unlimited data and that is a nice little perk there for uh checking them out but with all that out of the way and all that being said this has been episode of movie time i've been renee that's been blake we are gonna head on out Stay cool, stay classy, stay safe. Catch you all in the next one. All right. Peace out, y'all. Bye-bye.